Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. And this month, your D-commentators are me, Luke. And me, Emma. And joining us for the very first time, our new D-commentator, Ashley. Hello. I'm wow. Ashley. We have a guest. Yeah, we do. Thank you so much for joining us. I will say this is not the Ashley we had on before on the Lizzie McGuire episode. This is a separate, brand new Ashley. Second Ashley, Yes. Who will probably be superior to Ashley One. Who's to say? We're, it's early. Don't give her something to live up to, Emma. Yeah, Jeez. I'm trying to start a feud, Luke. I'm trying to start drama. Ashley versus Ashley. <laughs> Listeners do love drama. Yeah. Um, so uh, Ashley has agreed to join us today to discuss uh, the classic cinematic marvel that is Lemonade Mouth, uh, which is a film that prior to watching for this show, I had never seen and knew virtually nothing had about. never seen this movie in my life. I've never seen it. Yeah, this was a first for me. This is a, this is a first for you as well? Yes. Well, let, well, let's start there. Ashley, what is your uh, past relationship with Disney and the Disney Channel? Well, I definitely watched a lot of Disney as a kid and as a teen. I, I had my favorites as a kid of, like, especially the Disney movies. Uh, Luck of the Irish was a big one. The one where the kid was a mermaid. 13. Thirteenth year. Thirteenth year. That yes, yes, yes. And the previous one mentioned a Lisa McGuire movie. Saw mm. that in the theaters. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Of course. So, but this, so it's safe to say that this was well after the time you were. Yes. Uh, see, this came out in 2011. Yes, this was much, much after. I did have one of my followers because I tweeted that I was watching it. Mm-hmm. I did have one of my followers say like, "Oh, I watched this in high, like high school." I'm like. <laughs> uh, no, I, well, I think we're in a pretty similar situation. Uh, at least I know I am for sure. Is that like uh, this was one of the this came out like my freshman year of high school, and I was pretty much getting out of Disney Channel at this point. I was pretty much done, and like I think I'd still watch it every now and again for certain shows. And I remember seeing ads for this film, and like just looking and being like, "Oh man, this does not look good." And I'll tell you why. It's entirely we touched on this last month. It's entirely because of the name. Lemonade the Mouth name is, a, is terrible. It's a bad it's a name. Terrible name. The name I hate is the terrible. Name. It's gross. They, it makes me feel uncomfortable. It's doing this movie no. It's doing the movie absolutely no favors. The name no. is bad, and it does the band no favors, which will no. get like it's just bad. It's but not I, great. It's it is one as we've talked done a few of these before now it is one that is based on a book yeah lemonade mouth was a book first and then mm-hmm. was adapted into this movie so i'm guessing they probably had to keep the name yeah. maybe legally because it really is a weird name we've run into that before where we're like they why would they call it this oh it's probably because the author made them in the legal agreement yeah it's not crazy i really i really wonder how that author got to that name so do i so do I. I have a lot of questions about this film, and we're going to get into them in a second. I have notes, of, and half of them are questions. <laughs> yes, all of my notes, I think, end in question marks. I would agree with you that it's just all there's, inquiries. There's a lot of discussion to go on here, but before we do that, uh, we're going to do some decom news. Not super much to talk about, but just some stuff. Um, we've got a first look at Descendants 3. Uh, that's starting production. They, they all have new outfits, which look terrible. They look like they're ready to ride motorcycles, which I mean, I'm down. I don't for. understand what that makeover, why that makeover is necessary, slash what its purpose is. Maybe that no. will be explained in the movie. 
Also, they've added, like, again, like, five more characters. This franchise can, is not sustainable if you keep <laughs> adding, like, six to seven characters each film. There's eventually going to be too many people in the movie. Like, I already, I was looking at the cast list, and I was like, whomst? What? I don't even remember that guy from the first one. Like, there's, like, literally 25 kids now. Well, I know they announced that Hades is going to be in it. And, like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know who else is going to be there. But I don't know. I, also, I, I, I read that article and immediately blacked out like every single thing that i read but mm-hmm. i remember being like someone very like legitimately famous is in it cheyenne jackson is playing someone i'm not sure what villain he's playing maybe it's hades but yeah cheyenne jackson so. is like a legitimate actor who does like ryan murphy stuff and i was shocked is Shia, is that... Shia, oh yeah cheyenne jackson is hades i'm looking at the article he's okay. hades yeah that's a pretty good casting i sure yeah, uh, i like it yeah sure um and second but yeah so that looks kind of weird whatever more important to me is that Disney has announced, Disney's been talking a lot about this like exclusive streaming service that they're launching. It's like their Netflix, which please mm-hmm. give it to us already, Disney. We want it so bad. Um, but something that they're doing, they've been talking, re- releasing like what like exclusive content they're going to put on there. They said they're going to put like a Star Wars live action TV show on there, which sounds cool. But they apparently are doing a High School Musical live action series. That's wild. That's very Second wild. All, Disney, just PSA right now. I know you're definitely not listening, but stop. I am getting <laughs> fatigued on Star Wars, and I love Star Wars. We need to dial it back like 25 to 34%. Uh, but we're not, this isn't a Star Wars podcast now. Uh, but so, yeah, they're, they're doing like this. <laughs> but I just needed an outlet, Luke. Just let me say the piece. <laughs> I know. But they're doing a live action High School Musical series, which is crazy to me because I don't know what they like. We know that they're apparently doing High School Musical 4, which I think is a terrible idea, but they're going to do it. So I'm here for it. Uh, and so now they want to do like this repeating series. So I just don't know what they're going to do. Like, what's that going to be I'm about? I'm excited about this. I have no idea. It's got to be like the next generation, right? Well, that's what yeah. 4 is supposed to be. Is 4 a continuation of the movie they're making? Like, I don't know. I don't, well, here's my thing. I, as a larger, larger, more generalized opinion, we're, there's no way we can speculate as to what this will be because knowing Disney Channel, it'll probably be insane and nowhere close to what you would naturally think it would be. Yeah. But I will say that I do, I am excited for the streaming service because... Mm-hmm streaming services just like offer the ability to create so much insane content like netflix and like hulu like the original content they create it's literally the jurassic park thing of like they thought so much about if they could like since they could they never think about if like what was the saying you messed that up like three different times i don't know how to do it it's like it's it's like yeah, they, if they, they should, were so they were so concerned if they could they never could. thought if they, they should they never stopped to think if they should like some of yes. the shit netflix turns out like their original movies and like oh wow that is hot garbage so i'm <laughs> excited for disney who is already usually producing a lot of hot garbage on the original movie circuit to be even freer yeah. with the amount of garbage they can churn out i think it's well, gonna be really crazy also i just want this streaming service so it's easier to find disney channel original movies because the system yeah. we have right now sucks for us like we have to maybe get lucky and they'll put up the movie we want to watch on their website sometimes and it's just impossible to find otherwise unless you pay like that's a seven dollars because i know that we are the only people really looking for ring of endless light but if, I, <laughs> if it was easier to find i'd be really grateful <laughs> Exactly. Uh, but let's move on to probably the most public news that came out, which is we got the rest of the casting for the Kim Possible movie. Because um, we only got Kim and Ron when they first got announced, but a whole like other supporting cast got announced. Most notably, we got uh, Dr. Drackett and Shigo cast, uh, uh, which Dr. Drackett is going to be played by Todd Stashwick, who was the bad guy in Stuck in the Suburbs, which I find really funny. Love that. Yeah, he's coming back. And then uh, Taylor Ortega, who I don't know if they're she's related to Kenny Ortega, but I don't know. 
um, have joined the project at key roles. But the big one is that uh, Allison Hannigan from How I Met Your Mother is going to play her mom, which I think is pretty good casting. I like I'm down that. for that. That's I'm good. down for that. I like Allison Hannigan. Uh, they also cast Bonnie, who's someone I don't know. Uh, but the one no one I'm, else is anyone I know or care about. Uh, but uh, but uh, the thing I'm concerned about is that they have this person cast as Athena, who is like an original character, and I'm like Disney, don't no, don't do that. Don't put original characters into this. Usually, when they create original characters, that just means they're gonna there's gonna be a twist and they're gonna end up being a villain. I know, but like why? But I'm just saying, like why would you give us her friend Athena, an original character, instead of giving us Monique, her actual best friend in the show? Yeah, that was weird. A weird. Yeah, choice. that is weird. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, like I'm not again. I don't. Hate I didn't even it. think about that. I didn't yeah, think I, like that. I, like I don't hate it, but I'm just like you have this whole character roster to go with. Why are you throwing in? Sorry, who's Wade? Did they announce no, they, that? No, they have not announced Wade, and that's what I, that's the thing is if you maybe add, the Monique is still coming because we well, have maybe, to have yeah, Wade. No, yes, they're they're totally could announce that tomorrow. What I'm saying is if you're adding new characters, then like I'm worried you're not gonna have enough time for the old characters, and so they might just be like, oh well, we don't need Monique, we don't need Wade, and I'm gonna be like no you do you need both you, of them wade is literally integral so he, he um, actually is to the series so i i also think wade is a pretty easy thing to insert yeah yeah, yeah. he's just on screen the whole time in post-production uh, yeah. he doesn't need to shoot a scene with anyone else so uh, the other the other weird thing about this is that alice nankin's playing her mom and they also can't cast her grandmother but they didn't cast her dad or her brothers and her grandma it was not like an integral part of the show she was in like two episodes isn't it like Nan Possible or yeah, something? Yeah, it's Nana weird? Possible. I don't know. Well, that's not her legal name. That's what they call her. Uh, but because they all have the joke where it's like M or something at the end of their mm-hmm. name. Like, so I think she, her name is Miriam Possible. So it's like Miriam. Like, I don't know. But I just think that's weird that they that they were like, oh, Grandma for sure. But I'm like, what about Jim, Tim, and uh, Jim Senior, her dad? But whatever. Uh, but I, I don't have particular like hate towards any of these. I think they all look fine, and I'm excited to see where they go with that. But that's the end of DCOM news. Uh, let's start talking about Lemonade Mouth. And before we begin, hang on, I'm going to reach over here, and I have a cup of lemonade. I'm going to do it, do a shot of it real quick. Oh, wow. Look at you. <sighs> Made the sour face, and we're good to go. Okay. Is it in a weird, like, glass can, like in the movies? No, it's when in a... Is, does lemonade <laughs> ever look like that? The person who designed <laughs> that had never seen lemonade before in their life. I'm convinced. Yeah, it's, there's a, again, there's a lot of questions specifically surrounding this lemonade machine, but no, uh, mine's in a little tiny, like, shot glass. I'm going to take another sip of it right now. <laughs> Ripping shots of lemonade over there? Listen, yeah. you know what? I don't drink. This is as t- turnt as I get. Um, so we open on a concert and a, the most dramatic slash no, extra. No, we open on the most dramatic voiceover of yes, all. Yes, yes, the voiceover. Yes. That's what I was talking going to say. The most dramatic, most extra voiceover I've, I've, and beginning to a Disney Channel movie I think we've seen yet, where she's just like, poets geniuses revolutionaries revolutionaries i wrote that one down and i was lemonade like lemonade mouth said, has been down. called lemonade mouth has been called all of these things i was like really they have <laughs> i didn't even know they didn't even know anything about this band yet but i was already skeptical of the words poets and revolutionaries they are high schoolers they are yes. high schoolers they're over they're they're exaggerating themselves intensely as they do this entire movie but so as they're doing this way so we see like people running into like a concert handing tickets that say lemonade mouth on it and like the logo shows up right at the beginning and then the voiceover is just like and to think all of this started right here or like she, i have to take you back to what it started wait over, also is, before that she does that they're like getting the band ready to go out and people are like yeah. putting on makeup and like all of a sudden i just watched someone get placed in like a massive top hat 
Like yeah. the Jewish showman, yeah. and I yeah. was like, that's uh, yeah. a choice. <laughs> no, that's Charlie. We see that at the end. I know. I was looking for it because I was so taken but aback so, by it. So, so then it's like, oh, yeah, so we have to take you back to when it all started. And then it's a hard cut to a sign that says detention. And I'm like, oh, no, they all met in detention. I bet these are going to be some misunderstood children who find the family they never had in detention. Obviously, of course, yes, Luke. But also the fact that they set it up where they were like, you would never believe how this all started. Yeah. If I told you today, you might not believe it. It started. Dun, dun, here. I was like, detention? That's not that wild. Calm yeah. down. And it, it really, they're really trying to imbibe like a, a music group biopic type thing here where like it's like they're telling the story, but it's it, they don't really stick to that. It's weird. Yeah, they half can like go with that of like the main, like kind of not the main girl, but like she's the narrator. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll get to that in a second. So then she's like, yeah, we're all here in detention. And we meet our, I think there's five of them main characters, which is mm. uh, Stella, who is played by Haley Kiyoko, wearing mm. a, a shirt that I can't describe. Okay, this, no, this shirt, <laughs> this shirt, it says question and then a question mark and then authority. Yeah. <laughs> when I first saw it, I just said like question authority, like, okay, that's perfectly fine. But the question mark <laughs> exactly. really adds something. Because it also, because in my head, that reads as question, authority, which means it sounds like it's supporting the idea of authority, which I was yes. like, it's counterintuitive. It, first of all, grammatically makes no sense. I agree with you 100%. Yep. I was going to bring that up. Second of all, they also act like there's a picture of an anatomically correct vagina on it. How, <laughs> like, controversial this shirt is. Something and like that, And it literally yeah. barely makes sense in human written English. I was like, yeah. everyone calm down again. But this is, this is like, that's like her main look is this shirt. She wears it a bunch of times throughout the film. I, I, I have written down every single one of her t-shirts. They're all oh, very great. important to me. Actually, let's, actually, 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 Emma, fashion quarter this month, yes or no? No, not really. There's, really? It wasn't okay. even really that applicable. There, also, I have a few things to say, but I'll just sprinkle it throughout. Okay, great. Um, but so, yeah, we go over each of the kids and they say their instruments. So it's like Stella Yamada, lead guitar, when keyboards, who, uh, let's talk about him for a second. He was arrested yep. for armed what? robbery. He's yeah, he prison. was arrested for armed robbery. He's in prison right now. He, he, you, <laughs> you, you would probably know him from Austin and Alley as well. I think that's what he's from. Uh, no, sorry, Zeke and Luther. My bad, my bad. But no, recently, I think in the past couple of months, he got arrested for multiple counts of armed robbery with his girlfriend. So... Not a good dude. And then, so yeah, he plays piano. It also raps. <laughs> yes, he does and rap, raps. which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, I'm going to mess this name up. Uh, Mo Banjari. It, it's an Indian name. Mohini so sh- Banjari? I, I think it would be Banjari. Probably. Yeah, look, but it's I, Mohini. Look, we're white. We're sorry. And then uh, Charlie, I don't know his last name, whatever. Also, wait, uh, plays stop, drums. pause. What? You're going too fast. Be quiet. Am I? <laughs> Mohini, Mo is Princess Jasmine in the new live-action Aladdin. Oh, yes. She's Naomi Scott. I forgot to mention Did her actress. Did not realize that. She's in the Power Rangers movie. Yes, I was going to bring that up as well. she's going to be Jasmine. Yes, she's going to you be You weren't going to bring it up because you already moved on to the next well, I GD forgot, person. I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention her actress. But yes, I was like, oh, that's a pig ranger. I did notice that. Calm down. But yeah, she's going to be Princess Jasmine in the live-action Aladdin. Uh, Blake Michael as Charlie, whatever his last name is. And he's uh, he was on Dog with a Blog, which is a show yeah, I don't want, don't want to know anything about because it sounds incredibly stupid. I love Dog with a Blog. Do you, it's crazy. Have, have you watched Dog with a Blog or are you just laughing yes, at the I have. premise? Yes, I okay. no, Yes, I have. It seems like like from, you know, like the, the main kind of five, I, I guess I don't know what Bridget Mendler has done since. Oh, yeah. And then Bridget Mendler, I forgot. That's she, then she's like, and me, Bridget Mendler. Yes. Yeah. 
Olivia. Okay, Bridget Mendler, to fill you guys in, first of all, as this will come up many times throughout this episode, I stand Bridget Mendler. I love her. No, she's great. I have never... Good luck, Charlie, was, like, past my time, really, so I didn't really watch mm, her yeah. show so much, but I remember she used to be on Wizards of Waverly Pace, which I yes. kind of caught that. I love her, not so much as an actress, but as a singer. She and is her so music good at is music. incredible. Yeah. Yeah, she's really good in this. Mm-hmm. Hashtag make Bridget Mendler happen. She <laughs> released one of my favorite songs in the, of the past 10 years, a song called Hurricane, which Naomi Scott is actually in the music video because I guess they're friends in real life. But I digress. It is an amazing pop song. Bridget P- Mendler is an amazing singer, and I don't understand how she's not more famous. Like this, like of all the fucking Disney Channel people that have made themselves happen, how can we not make Bridget Mendler happen? I agree. She's a great singer. She was. She's very good with all the songs here. I was kind of saying. I think like probably Naomi Scott and Haley Kiyoko would probably like have had the biggest. Yeah. Like going on to do other things. For sure. Absolutely. Yes. And yeah. It was yeah. For sure. Really, Haley Kiyoko that made. That led you to getting me for this episode. Yes, that is why I brought you on specifically for this. I do have, a, from where I'm sitting, I can see both my record of, of her latest CD and my giant flag with her name on it that says 2018. Nice. Hashtag 2018. Of course, hashtag 2018. Also love Kaylee Kiyoko and her new music video that she just dropped is fire. It's really good. Yeah, she's and she's good in this movie to an extent. Uh, <laughs> she does her best. Yeah, she I'm, does it's her, not her best fault. with it's what she's fault. given, which is an annoying character. <laughs> it's not her fault, but you're but you are right. But so they're all sitting in detention and yeah, I Olivia's like and me front runner for lemonade mouth. And then the teacher like is like who was running detention is like, "Oh, you know what? We're going to clean up this drama room." And we're going to make it into a, our storage room and make it into a music room. So everybody Pause, grabs some stuff the, to get clean. The teacher here, guys, the teacher here is the mom. She's like a very famous, like has been working for a really long time. She's oh, from seriously? Martin. And also she's the wife and my wife and kids. Oh, if anybody wait. likes that show. I loved that show growing up. Uh, yeah, I had no idea who she was. My favorite little tidbit about like this kind of scene is that on the blackboard, they've just is written detention and then the yes! like definition of detention. <laughs> but then also, Ashley, also later on while they're singing in the room, she writes detention on the board again. I'm like, yeah. why must we keep writing the word <laughs> detention on the board? She writes, she erases other people's like detention stuff and writes detention. Yeah, it's strange. I thought that was really weird. But so yeah, she's like, oh, let's clean this room up. And then Olivia comes in again in the narration and is like, but before we start here, I have to take you back to the morning it all began. And I was like, I thought you said it all began in yeah. detention. Why are we going back? And they do a full on, like, look up at a clock and then wind the hands back to the, this morning, which I thought was so extra, but I loved it. I was so annoyed by this. I was like, another time jump? Just tell me why this stupid band exists and why it's called Lemonade Mouth. Yeah. It also takes them a really long time to get to detention again. Like, it's like, like another, yes. another, like, 20 minutes, half hour of movie before we get back to this point. We, yeah, so we go back to the that morning. And it's this is where uh, you basically just get the backstory on these kids, the five yes. that she just introduced. Yeah, this is where we learn all of their character traits that they're going to be for the rest of the film. Stella is a rebel and has anger issues, and she feels <laughs> we, we don't see this so much right now, but she feels neglected by her parents and her family in general. Well, she has the classic Disney Channel busy mom stereotype, where yes. the mom is like moved them, uprooted them because for like work, I think, and then had never has time for her and is always on the phone. Um, also, you, we see the name of the high school when they pull up in their car, and it's Mesa High School. Yes. It's a great, stereotypical, completely generic name for a high school seemingly in Arizona. I mm-hmm. know. You know what it is? I said Arizona, too. It's New Mexico. 
Alright, it says that at same the... Same difference. That should just be one goddamn state, honestly. <laughs> that was the same thing. <laughs> no, it's close. But also, High School Musical takes place in New Mexico, which I continually forget, and I'm wondering if they were like, yes. there's something about that state, guys. We gotta keep them... Are these happening with... in the same universe? <laughs> I, God, I hope so. Uh. Uh, but so, she uh, so she walks into school, and then the, we do another Disney Channel trope, which is when someone is new at a school, everybody immediately knows that she's new. Like, she just takes, like, two steps forward, and then a guy's like, hey, check out the new girl. And yeah, I was and also like, ridicules her what? for being new. Like, yeah, give yeah, her a well, chance to make a bad impression. Like, <laughs> when does that ever happen? Well, it's this simple. guy's an asshole, and we're going to learn more about him later. Then it cuts to a truck outside of a junior college, and we meet, and it's Wen and his dad. Oh, my God. This, this line, this, I gasped. This is I a lot. I gasped when this was delivered. I was yep. like, Disney, what's happening? I, I know exactly what it is. But so he looks at his father, who just let this woman out of his truck, and just says- We dropped someone off at the community college. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, okay, I'm like, okay, he's got a- I'm like- Trying older to sister. get my head around older, older sister. Older sister was thought one. <laughs> was, and he, like the dad's focused too much on the older sister going to college and not enough yes. on this new kid. That is what's going to happen. No. Wildly different. No. Disney throws us a freaking curveball. This is not the first and or last curveball this movie will deliver. But no, it was, no. This was, it was the, probably one of the biggest for me about where I was like, wait, what? That's the plot here? When looks at his father. And says, doesn't it bother you that your girlfriend is still in college? Is still in college? <laughs> and I was like, what? And his dad is like a visibly 45, 50-year-old man. And I was like, what in the world? And then he says, oh, she's 28. She's just taking some cla- a photography class here. And then he goes, and then when continues by saying, you know, most dads, when they have a midlife crisis, they just get a sports car. Not like a girl, like, not like this girlfriend. Come on, don't we, why don't we just trade the truck in? Which implies that his dad is only boning this chick because he wants to feel young and is like... Because he's having a midlife crisis. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, whoa, when You can't just say something like that. Also, the fact that even though they're saying she's 28 and like dialing it back to be like more appropriate, the fact that they chose to open with the line about dating someone in college, I was like, yeah. Disney, what's happening here? It's it's a curveball. And it's gonna... And I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It's gonna be... Uh, as much as I, I'm not a huge fan of this actor nor his acting because he's not that great in this role, this plot line is the one I was found myself invested the most in. Yes, I was yeah. as well. The one of him and this uh, young mom that he does not like. But yeah, the dad gets like indignant and is like, why do you hate Sydney so much? Like, we're, we're doing great. Uh, we love each other. He's like, whatever, dad, just take me to school. I'm gonna be late for my history presentation. And so then they And leave. by the end of this movie, I do want to say I did a total 180 on Sydney. By the end of this movie, I was like, why do you hate Sydney so much? She's exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's great. Um, and then we meet Charlie in the back of his parents' uh, car. Basically, in the scene, we find out that he's got an older brother. I thought because they'd already thrown me the curveball, I'm like, is this kid's brother gonna be dead? Dead! I thought the brother was dead too. thought the brother was dead too. Well, I, I just kind of got that it was like, that he's got something to live up to. Another thing, kind of a non sequitur, but none of these people look like their children. They did a oh, terrible no. No, job casting these parents. Yeah. They look nothing like the people. The especially, kids. especially Haley Kiyoko's mom who, and and her two brothers who are twins. Oh, and they are he, both... Haley Kiyoko's two brothers look literally nothing like her. They don't exactly. even really look like the mom. No one looks like their parents in this movie. Also, no. I think. Also, we don't see that much of Charlie's parents, but I think like I like he's. I think he's Hispanic. I think I remember reading that, and that his but parents don't his look. Parents are no. It's it's they did a terrible his job. His last he, name was like Delgado. Yeah, exactly. Also, they're inexplicably loaded. Did you pick up on that? 
Charlie's parents yeah. would never yeah, yeah. explain it. Uh, everyone in this movie is actually, I think, inexplicably loaded, except for, like, Olivia and, and Mo. Oh, um, uh, like, Mo, too, yeah. But the Wens parents have, like, horses. Oh, that's true. That's, like, I, forgot they a, I forgot they live at a ranch. I forgot. Yes. <laughs> I forgot. And <laughs> then Charlie's parents are driving around in, like, Mercedes, and they have that yeah. massive house where he has, like, his whole big, beautiful glass garage. I was like, yeah. we have to talk about the fact that these people are both inexplicably totally loaded. They are movie middle class. Which is real life loaded. <laughs> but so they want to give, they give him like their brother, his brother's soccer ball. And they're like, oh, go to Protagotras today. Knock him off your feet. You know, just like Tommy. And then he's like, yeah, just like Tommy, whatever. Oh, then we also see Olivia, I think, roll up to school. Just, and just drop everything. Cause that's her character. Yes. Yes. Uh, also then Mokini rolls up. Uh, her dad's driving her to school. He's, you know, like saying like, oh, make sure you ask your parents, your, uh, make sure you ask your teachers for like extra credit, you know, so you can get into colleges. And she's like, I'm a freshman dad. That's a long way away. And then he's like, ah, you know, it's never too early to start. So then her whole thing is that she's got, you know, the overbearing father who wants her to do well in school. He's putting a lot of pressure on her to be perfect. And she's also mm-hmm. got a secret boyfriend, uh, kind of, and she like she's wearing an outfit and then goes to the bathroom and then takes like half of it off, so it's like a little bit Another more revealing. Another classic trope. Also, Mohini loves a full wedge high heel. I was like, I, she came out. I was like, Jesus, those are high heels for a freshman in high school. She's wearing like full massive high heels in almost every scene. I barely wear those now. <laughs> I know. I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time. As a twenty-five-year-old woman with a job, I could not tell you the last time I wore heels like that. And she's a freshman in high school, strutting down the hallway in them every single day. Right. And uh, we also meet. And then we also meet her, quote unquote, boyfriend. Kind of. Not really. We don't really define that relationship. Absolutely. Scott. Scott. Scott didn't. I didn't hate Scott that much. I didn't I, he's hate not his terrible. Like, actor or like his performance or like the character. We just wasted so much time on him. I we was did. Like, I yes. Could not care less about this dude or their relationship. He's got the weirdest arc in this movie. He does, and their relationship has a crazy arc in this movie. And it's an arc that I don't care about. Yeah. I really had was not invested in them at all. Like, I didn't care uh, yeah, if they were together or not. Neither, neither did I. But he's like, hey, uh, I'm gonna, me and the rest of the band, his band is called Mudslide Crush, which that's also a name. Which sucks. Yeah. I don't know what's worse, Lemonade <laughs> Mouth or Mudslide Crush. I feel like Lemonade Mouth is slightly worse. Yeah. Le- True. Ma- Mudslide, Mudslide Crush is just kind of dumb, but Lemonade Mouth is, like, gross to me a little bit. Uh, but so he's like, oh, me and the band are gonna go skip to practice uh before the bash or whatever you want to come and she's like oh i can't skip and he's like oh don't worry uh the principal's busy with the new girl and then she's like oh okay so we cut into the principal's office and uh stella and her mom are talking to the principal and they freaking got christopher mcdonald to be in this movie which i was so surprised by yes i cannot believe they got him in this movie yeah he movie. was too successful for this movie but also the thing is, I don't know if they didn't have enough money to get him for as long as they needed him or he was had a conflict or something. He is not in this movie all that much. And then half of his role is he just shows up on, like, the screen for, like, the student news or whatever. So I'm t- I genuinely think they only had him for, like, a couple of days. They shot a couple scenes and then filmed him in front of a green screen. And that was it. But yes. he's not... For the student news, yeah. For as successful an actor as he is. And, 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 like, also the fact is, like, I think he's also kind of supposed to be comic relief, but he's not that funny either. He's just I mean, kind of there. He's not funny. They didn't write him funny. They didn't give him enough to do in this movie. It's a major waste. And I'm, it's, I'm angry about it. 
Yeah, I agree. But, but so he is angry at her for the shirt she's wearing, because as Emma said, the fact that it says question authority is apparently... The most controversial thing I've ever seen in my exactly. life, apparently. Th- this does lead to one of my favorite lines, which is, I don't know how things happen in Rhode Island, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also... She's like, why? What's wrong with it? Do you guys have a dress code here? And he's like, no, but we have an unwritten rule about what you can wear. And then he's an like... An unwritten line or an something. An unwritten line. It. Yeah. And then, he, But he's like, I expect all my students to follow the rules and unwritten rules. And I was like, okay, I get where you're coming from here, Christopher McDonald. But you realize it's her first day, right? Like, you can't expect her to know and even the normal rules on day one. Like, he's immediately like, oh, I can tell you're a troublemaker because you're not adhering to the secret rule you didn't know about. Which I was like, what is the point here? But her mom gives her, like, her pantsuit jacket. It's like, oh, just cover up for the day. Even though that still lets you see question authority. It doesn't cover up the shirt whatsoever. I feel like originally this was the reason why she was going to get detention. But it just, like, in the writing of it, like, they're like, this isn't good enough. (laughs) Yes, yes. They also had a really, you could tell they, like, did good for, like, three of the five and then they just got really lazy and like could not think of ways to get the other like two in detention like uh, Bridget Mendler's route to detention is so incredibly lazy. It is. She's it's just so like, bad. She Bridget, just drops some mops in a closet and then he hands her a detention slip. It, well, Bridget Mendler's character in this in the beginning of this film is the most uninteresting and underwritten one. And then there's going to be a big shift later in the film about her character. <laughs> but right now she she's a cardboard cutout. She a lot of moments. She does. Yes, yes. But uh, so then we cut to uh, Wen's history class and the girl before him gives... A, is giving a presentation about the importance of the American Revolution, which I thought was funny because it's like <laughs> the American Revolution. You, it, we're in America. It's not that hard of a concept. It's just like, it's literally her going, and that's why the American Revolution was important. Yeah. And I'm, and, like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Uh, but so he's like, okay, who's next? And then he's, and then I gotta admit, I felt very stupid because he says, all right, how about you, Wendell? And I was like, oh, that's what Wen's short for. Didn't, didn't put two and two together on that one until said it didn't either didn't either also something stupid that i spent some time on the wikipedia page about this like book to movie and oh, wonderful they changed a lot of the characters names um for and from the book to the movie they're, like they're all they were all like kind of close but i think they changed like stella's to make to reflect like her being half japanese they changed charlie's to reflect him being hispanic but they changed wendell from wendell with one l to wendell with two l's that oh, was damn. the big change they made. And I was like, who deemed that necessary? <laughs> like, oh, we really got to fix this wrong. Yeah, that, was a, that was a misprint that, like, just got through. No, it was, you know, you know what it was? It was autocorrect. Someone wrote that in the script and then it changed yes. it with two L's and then no one noticed. It just, that's, it just stayed that way. Yep. Uh, but so he's like, okay, yeah. And then he takes out his folder and he's like, uh, uh-oh. And it's like going through it and we see it's all of, it's a bunch of photos. So it's Sydney's. Basically stuff. bad stock image photography, yeah. but and yeah. So, yes. And so I thought that she wasn't going to... I thought he was going to get detention from the fact that he didn't have his presentation or whatever, which yeah. I so isn't, really, I. Which so isn't really something you can do in school, I don't think. Like, you probably just give him a zero or whatever. But uh, but that's not what happens, because Sydney busts in there and is like, oh, hey, when, when? Sorry, I think I have your folder. And 
someone immediately yeah. wolf whistles and then yep. goes, Gwen's mommy. Yeah, he's like, look at Gwen's mommy. And I was like, ah, oh, oh, I hate this. And then even the, even the teacher is kind of like, oh, you must be Wendell's mother. Like, says it, says also, it in a, what a weird teacher, tone. What teacher would say that? Come on. She's clearly, like, fucking 18 years old herself. Like, why would you well, say that? Well, that's how that's how Wen gets to Sensionem, as he looks at him and he's like, what, this, she clearly, of course she's not my mom. Look at her. What are you, an idiot? Like, he's like, what are you, out stupid? Of, yeah, freaks out he on He really the guy. flies off the handle. Correct. And then we cut, so that's how, so we don't see him get detention, but that's, we can infer that's what happened. And uh, yes. then we cut to, I, I was confused about this. Apparently soccer tryouts are in the middle of the day at this school, which is confusing Something to me. Something we've seen in the past, some past movies we reviewed, so- soccer tryouts are midday. Yeah, you th- in, like, the majority of schools, tryouts and practices are, you know, after school, but we cut to Charlie yeah. apparently mm-hmm. in his tryout for the soccer team in the middle of the day, and we learn that Scott and his friend Ray, who is the asshole who was bullying Stella earlier, are on this team, and uh, we also learn that Charlie sucks at soccer. He's just so, like... Over also, the like, top bad. There's other ways to show that someone's bad at soccer than having them not be able to stand on their own two legs. Like yeah, he yeah. was like couldn't didn't have the motor skills to connect his foot to the ball without falling over on his face. It was really overacted and weird. Right. Oh, sorry, we also skipped uh the, the principal is going through the halls of the school on a Segway. Uh, with a he- with a helmet on, which I did think was kind of funny. That I think he wears a helmet yeah. on a Segway, uh, and then the he's getting hounded by the teacher from earlier about how he only ever spends money on sports, and uh, and like it's c- has cut like the funding for all the arts and music and all the other programs mm. that aren't sports. And he's like, listen, that's what you know makes money for the school. I'm that's the way I do things. It's my school. I, whatever, I do lady. think that his physical comedy on the Segway was pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. That's probably that's probably I the did, best part. I was honestly. Impressed. I was like, he's pretty good on that segue. No, he Smooth. is. You have to but, learn how to do that. But like we mentioned, uh, Olivia is sitting in like a custodial closet, just reading a book and like eating an apple, and like she accidentally knocks over some mops as he drives by. So, so why is she there? I why? guess she, they don't that's the thing. They that. Do, I, she just, I guess she just wanted to cut class and read or something. I don't know. I like, feel like that there was footage on the cutting room floor surrounding probably. this closet scene. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why she's the most underdeveloped. Like uninteresting character of them all because they don't spend any time on her in the beginning uh but he literally she knocks over some mops and he literally just reaches his hand opens the door reaches his hand and hands her the paper the tension paper without even looking at her and she's just like yeah thanks great <laughs> um but and then we go and then we do tryouts and then like yeah charlie's sucking a bunch and then like ray uh says something and like antagonize him and like he kicks a ball at his back really hard and so charlie like flips out he's like you know what screw this screw soccer screw all you guys and he, like throws the ball and Ray gets out of the way and then hits the coach kind of hard and he's like uh oh mm-hmm. coach I think he did that on purpose and then he like gives a menacing hand gesture to Charlie and again we assume he get that's how he got detention um, and then we cut to a school assembly and this is like they mentioned this earlier that he got he paid for this new gym and that's what the teacher was upset about instead of finding the arts he paid for this new gymnasium and it's like an assembly to celebrate the new gymnasium but it's also about self empowerment and it's also about Turbo Blast because they're sponsoring the new. Yes, their new sponsor, like, Turbo Blast, the Pan Energy Power like Gatorade stand. Which is like much. the fifth subplot in this movie that doesn't come up at all. No, no, and, and like that isn't resolved in any way, shape, or form. No, that's kind of my big problem. We'll get into it more at the end, but like they're like setting this up as like, oh, you know, the greedy principal doesn't believe in the arts, and he's like 
um, attaching the school to this, you know, corporation kind of thing, and we need to, like, resist this happening. I thought it was gonna go somewhere with, like, the corporation no. being evil, and, like, he, or he was gonna, the principal was really gonna learn his lesson, in a way. Yeah, or, like, they were gonna, like, start a petition to get Turbo Blast out of the school, or something like that, because they were, you know, their influence was doing more harm than good, but the principal couldn't see that because they were giving them so much money. Something like that. But no, it never really gets resolved. It's All just kind of, like... would be viable options for what they set up here, but it's not resolved. I I think one of my biggest criticisms with this movie, which like it's really not that it's a pretty solid decom. As no, far I, as I, yeah, go. We, we didn't we didn't really do opening thoughts, but no, I like this movie pretty good. It's pretty good, but it's not. It sets up more than it delivers on, I which think, is absolutely. kind of infuriating. That's one hundred percent accurate. I agree. That's a great way to put it out. But yeah, so he's uh, starts you know talking about self empowerment and everything, and before Stella starts her, what she's about to do, we need to talk about something that I don't wish we didn't have to talk about. But we have the first instance of Disney Channel using a person in a wheelchair in a film as a background character, which is fine, but they always arrange shots so you they, you can see her, pretty much. And it really comes off as bad, and I don't like it. Um, yeah, I get what they were going for, and I yeah. commend them for that. But just do it in a way that seems seamless and like exactly. she is just any other... Or... Because she is just another student. Like, don't set up these weird, gratuitous shots. <laughs> yeah, where you always are like, yep, there's the girl in the wheelchair. We're being diverse. We're Disney Channel in 2011. And okay, we're moving on. Like, guys, just just make her... Like, make her a character. Give her a scene where she goes yeah, up to the... give her a line. Give, give her a scene where she goes up to the band and is like, oh my gosh, I'm your I'm your biggest fan. Something like that. But they, they just do never... kind of give her a line, but it's way more awkward oh yeah and, yes. I, and and they kind of give her a name but they say it really fast and really quietly during a montage and i couldn't make out what it was and it just <laughs> comes off so lame and i really don't it like it weird. It's, and it's, weird it's a weird line to toe because it's like yeah of course that's great I, I of course that's a good thing to have in this movie for children but also like it really is like see see she's in the movie because you know we're being inclusive they're that patting kind of themselves thing. on the back they're yeah it's the back. it's not great uh, but she, I only mentioned that because it's the first shot where we see her, where she's very prominently in the front of the shot. Uh, but then, he, as he goes on about empowerment, Stella's like, oh, you want empowered students? Okay, you got them. And she just, This like, was unnecessary. I literally wrote down, this speech is unnecessary, but Kelly Kyoko is selling it. So I'll she is. That. But it is somewhat but also, unnecessary. Just like, really, Stella, you're doing this day one. Like, you're, you're coming into the school and immediately gonna do this, uh, like, big rally type thing. I, it, just she's coming weird. in very hot. She's coming yes. in very hot. It, it is definitely like what older, usually men, think of as what you know, kids who are like po- you know, like political. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, always yelling about it and always annoying. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's... this character would have written so much, been written so much better in 2018. When like I think maybe hopefully Disney Channel execs have a better idea of what like actual activism looks like. Yeah, but Emma, like. Emma, Emma, you can't trust Disney Channel to get something like that, right? You know I, they're going to mess it up. I know. It would either be better or one of the people would call her a social justice warrior every yep. time she's on yes. screen. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I don't even remember what exactly she's protesting with like tr- starting this chant where she's like, "You, we, he wants us to be a 
powered, but we he doesn't have a voice because you know he made me put a jacket over my shirt type thing. It's kind of nebulous at this point. It's strange. Yeah. And and uh, he's just you know like shut up, you know stop that. Everyone quiet down. And then like the jocks like Ray who was you know bullying earlier there was like hey sit down you know and I was like why does the jocks care? Uh, that's weird. Uh, but yeah, that's how she gets attention. She starts like this riot. But so then it cuts to her just walking to, uh, to the elevator and like going down. She's got her slip. So, you know, we know she's going to detention. And then she goes down, steps out of the elevator. And then she, this good, this dude is just like carrying a box. And she's like, whoa. And he's like, ah, welcome to the underground. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, the underground. You know, that like utilidor of, cla- of tiny classrooms and stuff that every high school has. This underground section was bigger than like my entire high school. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. It was massive. It's like, it's like a little city down there. It's crazy. <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, every every club and program that's not sports gets banished down here. It's like AV club, the newspaper, the chess team. And there's only one guy on chess team just sitting looking at a chess board. And he's like, he's been waiting for a partner for years. I thought they were going to pay that off for the entire movie. And so they did, did I. not. I did. No. That's the other thing, too, is that, like, the message of this movie at the start is, you know, like, hey arts and other programs besides sports are important and then later on they become like this symbol for the school or whatever that everyone rallies around and loves because it's like them giving a voice the way i thought they're gonna pay that off is that like er- like everybody was gonna start to join these other clubs and stuff and like make them no, bigger no, and they- cooler but no that's not again what this their cause is so lame and it doesn't they could have done something so much better with this where like they get people interested in the arts like instead of just like being like weird lemonade mouth stands or like something like that or like they you know put on gigs and raise money and then they give that money to the like eventually at the end they there is something but like for being revolutionaries like their cause is incredibly dumb yeah it's it's i don't know if we still if we spend the rest of this episode just talk about how much better this movie could have been if they fix some of the plot Yes. Will be, we're gonna be here all day uh but so he shows her to detention and then we see her stop for a second and she sees a lemonade machine uh sitting in front of the detention door uh, in case you're wondering guys this lemonade machine is gonna play an important role in later events but so then bridget mandler comes back over narrating being like do you ever have one of those moments where like you feel like the universe was like pushing you together i don't remember exactly what she says this is one of that moments but then we see everybody getting a lemonade this lemonade looks disgusting it looks gross it's <laughs> Also, like, they make this face, like, the lemonade mouth no, face. Well, like, that's the thing. Lemonade all... should not be that unenjoyable. Well, like, no, that's, I think that's, it's gone bad. That, that's the thing, right? Okay, so it's, like, a really old school, like, vending machine. It smells lemonade is what it's called. And, like, they all get the lemonade and they specifically show them all taking it. And, like, we kind of mentioned, it's got, like, it's, like, clear plastic so you can see the lemonade inside and like ashley said it's like a weird gross color of lemonade it looks like lemonade gatorade almost like it doesn't look like how lemonade should look and they all like take a drink and then they all like squeeze their faces up because it's like you know sweet and sour so i thought oh that's what the lemonade mouth is that's not where the name yes. comes from no nope. yes. that's not where that's i thought not. that was gonna be the lemonade mouth was the face that you make that's not what it is that's not what it is and i but like they put so much focus on that and i was like Why okay would they do this whole montage if it's that's not where the band name comes from <laughs> no uh but so yeah now we're back in detention and they're all sitting there 
Uh, and then they catch back up and the principal and the teacher's like, you know what? I'm going to go talk to the principal. You guys pick up some stuff, start cleaning. And they all just kind of look at each other and they're like, she can't make us clean, right? Like, and I was like, yeah, probably not. I am so messed up in the head regarding like what schools can and can't tell you to do because I was like on this school side the entire time. I was like, yeah, you can, they can yell at you for wearing any shirt that says anything and they can make you clean because we went to a Catholic school where like truly no rules applied and our no. legal rights didn't matter. So it like. I was like, yeah, they can make you do whatever you want, whatever they want. Exactly. Uh, but so they, they like, Mohini's like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble, so I'm just going to start cleaning. And they all kind of begrudgingly get up and start cleaning, except for, I think, Charlie. I think he's, like, the last one. Uh, and so, basically, a section from Stomp occurs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is, they, is they all just start, like, you know... I, it's hard to describe how this begins, but they're like the sound of them, like, you know, squirting the squeegee bottle and like uh, dusting something and like wiping something off or whatever. Like the, the, the sounds like come together to make like a rhythm. And then Charlie being the drummer just starts like tapping on the desk, give it a beat. And like we said, I don't know if we specifically mentioned, but this is like uh, a storage room where they have all the music supplies and everything. So there's a bunch of instruments just around. Including King Tut too. A sarcophagus. A sarcophagus yes. and, a, and, a full, and a full on skeleton. Yes. So, you know, um, and so then they all like, you know, keep doing this for a bit and then it moves. They all kind of gradually move to the instruments. I guess it's really lucky that they all play instruments ahead of this. That were they, conveniently sitting there. And but uh, th- and this is our first song. But also we should address this is that part of the reason why I picked this is because it was a musical. This isn't like a traditional like, you know, singing and dancing type musical. It's this more is like high school musical style. This right. Is... Yeah, it's, it's more of like a camp yes. rock musical where they're like playing the instruments like part of it. And there's not so much dancing when it's just about like the music and i think the music's pretty good i don't hate it and considering that there are two like actual really good musicians on this yes exactly well three bridget yes yeah oh yeah also like this song escalates so quickly i was like oh shit there's lyrics already to this song that you created by tapping your feet and everyone else knows them (laughs) cool they they, they pick up on it because uh olivia starts it and then like after she does it once they kind of pick up what like the chorus is so it's not that weird but you're right it is kind of weird that like she has this prepared it's extremely weird yeah it's like they're real like you know like this is the real story we improved a perfect song on a first mm-hmm. time yeah. we ever met with perfect yeah. lyrics and everyone else hopped on and was in the same key exactly and uh then the teacher comes in and after the number and is like oh, and they're all like oh sorry we were not cleaning you know our bad and like they kind of try to do this thing where you think they're gonna get in trouble but the teacher is so obviously not mad it doesn't work she's not mad no. at all no and then she's like you guys sound great Oh man, that's they, like, like almost didn't give her that state that direction. They didn't. It's almost like they forgot to tell her like, "Hey, pretend to make your face look like you might be mad," and then yes. you'll have a reveal. Like they just didn't give her that direction. Yeah, but she's like, "Oh, you guys sound great. You know that you guys are really can show it, principal." Uh, what why music is important in this school? Oh my God, Rising Star! And then uh, I think okay, st- yeah, I uh, gotta talk about Rising well, let, Star. Let, 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 First yeah, of all, it, she just pulls what it out is of nowhere. This school, what school is this? Rising Star is you guys have to do Rising Star, and someone's like, "What's Rising Star?" I think it's Stella because she's new. And someone's like, oh, yeah, it's like the, the big con at the end of the year. Winner gets a record deal? Yeah. Like, what kind of school is this? Well, no, that's the thing. Is it's, and- it's, it's, it's not school affiliated. It cannot be school affiliated. There's no way it is. It has to be like a private event. It's not school affiliated? Because that was my main question that we'll get into later. I was like, is this school affiliated or no? No, and, and I, I think it's not school affiliated. And then there's like a point where they like, all, they say they all know 
bad because they like hear it on the radio or TV or something because they like sing some of the jingle for it or something. But the other thing is that she's like, oh, if you guys, you guys have to play Rising Star, you're going to win and it'll really show Brennigan. The thing is, if it's not school affiliated, how is that showing anyone anything in the school? What does that prove? That doesn't prove anything. Also, like the other people like who, you know, mudslide crash are one part of the school. Yep. And two, it's really depressing then to know that mudslide crash is the best thing going in that. Oh, everybody in this school loves mudslide crash. Is literally the Beatles, and they are so bad. they, well, they're kind of supposed to be bad, but like, yes, everyone loves Mudslide Crush, and they even say like, we can't do Rising Star. Mudslide Crush is gonna play, and they're gonna win, and everyone because you know everyone loves them. And then they're like, oh, so you're not even gonna try? And they're like, no, no, we, we we're not gonna try. And then like, so they all they all like agreed, just like not form the band, not listen to the teacher. Um, and then so they all go home for the day, and we go like three this to their is where home. I life. said, when has a horse? Yes, yeah, so we go to when. <laughs> What sort of... Wen lives in, like, a rustic ranch, and he comes home, and his dad, his sister, and Sydney are like, hey, we're gonna go for a ride. Do you want to come with? And it's he's like the like, classic, like, hey, don't you, do you want us to make, like, your favorite dinner or something? But, like, as like, hey, don't you want to go ride your horse? You love your horse. I'm like, his horse? <laughs> yeah. Also, and that's the other thing, too, is he says, like, oh, we're gonna go for a ride. Do you want to come? And he looks right at Sydney and says, no, not really. And he's like, what, you don't like your horse? And he's like, no, I just don't really <laughs> like riding. And I'm like... You hate this expensive horse we bought for you. Yeah, he's like, and I'm like, when everybody in your family knows you love to ride, you live on a ranch and you have your own horse, why was the move not, oh, I'm sorry, I got a lot of homework, I gotta go inside and get to work on it. Why, like, why He's like, yes, no, I do hate my horse, no, I hate my horse. Go and shoot my horse, I don't want it anymore, I'm angry that it exists. (laughs) Make my horse into glue, I'm over it. Uh, Oh yeah, also we skipped, sorry, we skipped that in the discussion of not making the band, Olivia says that she has stage fright and she could never do it, that's why, part of the reason why they don't do it. Uh, But yeah, so when pisses off his family because he doesn't want to go riding and shows that Sydney he clearly hates. He doesn't even try to hide the fact that he hates Sydney yeah. really. He's really obvious oh, no, about he, it. It's really obvious. Yes. Uh, and then we're at go to Mohini's house where she's playing the violin, um, which raises. They, they do address Does this the later. The violin on. translate to the bass. I don't know instruments. Well, first they have her playing an upright bass in the first song, like a cl- which is like you know kind of just a bigger violin, but I think it's still probably a little different. But also like you pluck a bass and you strut, you have the thing for a violin. So I don't think those skills are necessarily transferable. And they do address this later on, where she's like, "I'm classically trained on the violin, not ever, not whatever this is." But then that stops being a factor, and she plays the bass perfectly. And throughout she the rest plays of the film. it perfectly the entire time. And we we also see that Mohini has a full family, so. Good job, Disney. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, they didn't kill everyone's parents. Also, uh, I assumed, I assumed, <laughs> assumed, because my Disney has poisoned me, that Wen's mom was dead, buried in the grave. Yes, absolutely. She's not. But she she is left not. the family. She just she abandons them. I absolutely abandoned them. You are right. I thought the same thing, but no, it turned out she just left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was just like, I also hate horses and I'm fucking out. <laughs> uh, I don't think anything yes. happens at Wahini's house. You just hear play the violin, but then like once her parents leave, she starts playing the song they were playing earlier. Not a big deal. Um, we go to Stella's house. So, this is the same day, right? Same day. Yes. She is wearing a different shirt. Yep. Oh, is this the veg- vegetarian shirt? Yes, vegetarian drool. Which, <laughs> it, like, it, it definitely made me like, okay, you're just kind of an asshole. Yes. <laughs> Where you just change your shirt so then you could be mad at your parents for eating meat. That's the, that's yes. the thing, too, is that she's like, uh, the dad's eating fish, and she's just like, Dad, how dare you eat that fish? Don't you know how it feels? And I'm like, 
wait, what? Like, she's just so standoffish for no reason. Like, she came to this dinner being like, I want to fight my family about this. <laughs> and, and, her, yes. and like, her, everyone, it's also, and then the dad's like, uh, when did this happen? And he looks at her vegetarian shirt. She's like, four months ago? Do you guys not pay attention to me? And, like, every, like the dad's reading something, and the mom's on her phone, and <laughs> her twin brothers are, like, building little robots. And this is where we learn the fact that, like, her whole family is, like, super geniuses, supposed to be, like, supposedly, like, the kids build stuff. Yes, the, the da- dad, like, is a cancer scientist, and yeah, the, mom- the mom's... Something about plastic makes biodegradable plastic, and she's like feels neglected because she's not super smart, and her parents are so busy, and that's what this whole thing is. Uh, but yeah, the vegetarian, the fact that she did put on that shirt is hilarious. I actually hadn't thought about that. The fact that she put that on specifically to fuel her argument. You are right. Oh, and we also see Olivia go home to her grandmother. Uh, she lives with the grandmother, and they have this very old cat named Nancy. And it's, <laughs> we'll get it's into an ancient ass cat. Get into that later. Uh, and then I think we just see Charlie drum at home for a little bit, like... And, uh, his mom comes in and is like, how did soccer practice go? And he's like, wait for a solid minute yeah. before going, great. And the mom just accepts <laughs> it perfectly. She's like, oh, cool, Oh, cool. yeah, nothing. No, 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 no follow-ups. No. Uh, so then we cut to the next morning, and apparently... Stella got everyone's phone number somehow, even though she's the new girl at school, and I don't think they exchanged information, but she texts all of them, uh, I forget what it says, it's like, fluke or destiny, we need to talk, Stella, again, so dramatic. Okay, also, wait, 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 rewinding. Um, the range of cell phones. Yes, shown it's so when they good. Are good. I'm like, this movie could be taking place at any point between 2005 and 2017. I was like, yes. why are some phones so old and some of them are iPhones? I wonder if it's a flip phone. Olivia has a flip phone. I think like Mohini has a like a standard like smartphone. Something like a it looks like a Verizon chocolate. But it's, like I was like, what's happening here? It's, yeah, I noticed that too. It was very funny. But the thing, so the thing that I freaked out about was uh, Olivia gets the message, reads it, and then Wendell just appears behind her, holding the message, being like, "Do you think this is about the band?" And she's just like, "Oh my god, when?" Oh, like she got, like she gets legitimately scared, and I got scared because he just appears out of nowhere. It's very creepy. Wendell's also a little creepy in this movie, guys. I'm just dropping that right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they, I don't know if anything else happens at school because we cut to them at a at Dante's Pizza is apparently the name of this place, and Stella's gathered everybody here, and she wants to. To talk about the band and by talk about the band i mean she signed them up for two gigs already and they're doing the band basically it didn't ask anyone Did, didn't ask anybody <laughs> just signed up uh but the one she signed them up for rising star but she also talked to the principal and got them to play the halloween bash uh which as we touched said before mudslide crush was playing for and that'll become important in a second it is the start of this weird thing of like they definitely like start the principal as this villain mm-hmm. And then, like, by the next time you hear about him, it's like, eh, he's like, like yeah, he let yeah, us do that it. Yeah, that was nice of him to let them give them the Halloween bash. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and she's like, oh, he wants to, you know, give his problem students something to be busy with or something. And I was like, okay. I mean, I think you could have said that the teacher set that up for you, but all right. Yeah, but by giving you, like, a stage at a big sh- party that the school runs? It's weird. Yeah. Uh, but so... They're all kind of like, why did you do that? She's like, because we should deny that with like this music thing happened with us. And I think we should really do the band. Like, like Charlie, you have drums, right? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, see, I didn't even know that. And I'm like, good call, Stella. The, considering the fact he carries drumsticks everywhere. Really, and drums constantly. Really, really hard call on that one. Also, yeah. okay. So the one problem that I have with this scene that I... Um, Are you going to mention the fact 
that everything is served on thin paper plates and red plastic cups because those clearly came off craft services. Yes. Well, yes, obviously they're using the craft service things. Like no restaurant serves food in in or on either of those things. No restaurant you should be at anyway. Well, yeah. Um, wait. Oh, okay. So wait, this thing where she's trying to convince them, the order in which they agree makes little to no sense. No. Um, for some reason... Mo, who was like the popular girl who's dating like one of the most popular guys in school, is in from the jump. She doesn't take yes. any seconds to like be like, oh, like this hanging out with these freaks might damage my reputation. She doesn't care, which like good for her. You go, Mo. But like doesn't care. But then for some reason, the last person to agree who is really a holdout is Charlie. The one who, who is owns- number yes. one, a weirdo. Yes. Number two, drums constantly on everything. And number three, in love with Mo, which they set up oh, in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. And I'm like, your crush is in the band. She's already agreed. I'm like, that would have been so, like, makes so much more sense with this character to say, well, okay, the minute after Mo says she's in, have Charlie say he's in. Because he would obviously want to hang out with her. And four, he needs something to do after school now because he's not on he, soccer. Yeah, he didn't make soccer. Yeah. He's the most natural fit to be totally down. But Emma, you are right. They did set that up really early and I honestly forgot about it because it is the most nothing romance that I don't understand this why they've included. This is the most infuriating part of this It movie. is. Well, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. multiple times. I was like, when will they address this? They had like two setup shots of it of him like looking at her and clearly being jealous of her and the boyfriend, Charlotte. Charlie was in love with Mo or had a big crush on her. And we'll get to how badly that missteps later. But, uh, yes. but also, but you're right. The weird holdout. Yeah. Every, so everyone agrees to be in the band over the course of like the conversation. And then Charlie's like, you know what? I'm going to flip a coin. If heads, we do it. Tails, we don't. And I'm like, Charlie, everyone all agreed. You generally flip the coin before everyone agrees. So then I think it does like a hard cut to them back in the music room practicing. And and like Bridget comes again, metal, uh, Olivia comes in again narrating, being like, you know, if everyone thinks Lemonade Mouth started off real smooth, it did not. And it's like them like kind of sucking, like they can't get like the tempo down. And like Stella actually says something about, you know, like it's a 4-4 beat or something, which, you know, something you actually need to know to That's play music. That's the only time you actually really hear them discuss like the logistics of playing music. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then and, like, we said Mo brings up the fact that she uh, is a violin player and does not know how to play the bass but again that really doesn't matter and so then like I think Charlie and Mo try to leave and then Charlie I think just starts like doing a beat on his drums or maybe when does something on the piano I don't remember uh, they do the exact same thing that just yeah. happened in the detention yeah they just kind of start yes. like doing the bit and they also they do mention they didn't mention the pizzeria that they were gonna have Olivia write the songs because I guess like that's just something she does anyway because she had that first one in, a, in her pocket to sing. But so yeah, and then they do their next song after this. Like they all get dragged back in by the music. They're like, oh, all right, I guess we'll do this. And I think it's called somebody. Can't quit that music. Right, I think it's called somebody, and it's an okay song. It like all three of these songs are like identical to me and non-differentiating, and I can't figure like they don't jump out to me in any way, shape, or form. There's also a weird thing. So they keep cutting to like the teacher in the hall, like dancing to it. It's which is stupid. But then they also cut to the to the principal to Christopher McDonald unveiling the new scoreboard, and I was like, wait, is this a montage song now? Like we're seeing time pass, but that's not what happens. We cut right back to the end of the song, and it's the same day. And I was like, why do we? Why do we need? Why do we need to see the scoreboard being put up? Why in the why do we need to see the scoreboard? Why was the scoreboard even a necessary plot point? Uh, but so they end the song and they're like, "Wow, you wrote that, Olivia? It's really great." And she's like, "Oh, thank you so much, uh, man. I think we really do, could do this, guys. You know, we're really good." And then it cuts to like some kind of warehouse or something. Okay, this scene yeah. was 
bonkers. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, so I think they're going, like, I think, okay, it's Mudslide Crash, like, they're, like, getting, like, instruments ready. I'm like, okay, music video. That's what I thought, too. It's a music video. They've got cars it's everywhere. It's not a and, like, music extras. video. They it's are saying it was a rehearsal. Oh, no, I, I, I thought it was, like, a gig. I thought this was a gig. Or maybe it's a gig. I thought it was a gig. It was not a music video. I, I agree with Ashley. I yes. thought they were shooting a music video because they got, like, nice cars in here and, like, you know, extras and everything. And I was like, oh, they're shooting a music video. Okay. And then I think at the end, they're like, we are Mudside Crush. Thank you so much for coming out. And I'm like, oh, wait, it's a gig now? It's weird. But, uh, okay, yeah. also, wait, so Mo shows up and the, yeah. this boyfriend who I wish didn't exist. Scott. She basically, I thought also another thing that would have been, was totally set up and then just undelivered was like, I was like, oh, like, they're going to have her, like, hide the fact she's in the band from him. And then he's going to, like, see her. Like, he's going to, like, find out at the Halloween bash or something. Like, there was, I thought there was going to be, like, an aspect of her hiding it. She just straight up tells him. She's in Lemonade Mouth or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They don't have a name at this point. But, like, she just straight up tells him. I was like, oh, okay. So that's not not relevant. Like, the whole thing is, like, they're mad. Much like Crush is mad because half of their set got taken away. Right. This is also just so not sympathetic. Like, it's just so stupid. Well, Ray is really angry. He's like, oh, I'm going to take that band down, man, whoever they are. I, I hate them. Uh, he's all angry. And Scott's just kind of like, yeah, it kind of sucks. Like, we lost half our set. Like, he's not, like, fuming. And then when he... Also, when- like, if you, but if you did want to get someone fuming on your character, why not, like, have Mudside Crush get bumped entirely? Well, Ray, Ray's an asshole, so it makes sense that he is pissed off about it. Scott is not super Ray mad. Ray has, he's like, just- roid rage. Ray yeah. has, like, roid rage or something. There's something wrong. Scott's just, Scott's, yeah. Scott's just kind of annoyed. He's just kind of like, yeah, it kind of sucks that we don't get to play our full set, but whatever. He's really not that angry, I, I think. Like, it, I just think you're kind of overblowing it. But yeah, but and then even when she says, like, I actually, me, I'm in love with Babe, he's like, oh, okay. And he's not, like, I'm he angry. He had, like, just, like, kind of shit talk to the band, like, ah, whoever they are. Yeah. And she's like, it's me. And she's like, oh. Yeah, and what I'll give the writing credit here is that I thought like he was going to be so into his own ego part of the band that like because she had a competing band he was going to break up with her over that uh, but it's more that like he doesn't respect what she wants where it's like yeah you know I really like it it's part of my thing and he's like well yeah if you want to play music you can play like backup guitar for us or something like that but it, there was this was just such a half-assed thing where like I get what you're saying it was nuanced but like it it made me like not care one way or another do you get what i'm saying like he wasn't good enough of a boyfriend for me to really like root for them and he wasn't bad enough of a boyfriend for me to be like oh my god f this dude end it sister like you know what i mean like he was just so in the middle i was like i don't give it take it or leave it whatever i don't care stop making me listen to these two he's a very like middling boyfriend which yeah is probably more realistic but is definitely boring to watch in a movie well and but also and i'm I'm gonna spoil it a little bit here is the fact that they couldn't make him be a huge asshole because they get back together at the end which i which i'm still mad about yeah i just (laughs) am so i'm just i literally did the same thing i just like put my head in my hands i was like why does that happen yeah we'll get into that when that comes to move on we'll get to it when we get to it yeah we also but so they do a song and their musical style is literally just god we're awesome man we're really cool 
Mm-hmm. But you guys and all suck. Like, We're good. It reminds me of like what they did in High School Musical, where like the bad people, aka like the Sharpay and Ryan, like it's more of like the poppier, soulless. Like there's not like deep lyrics about finding your voice and being a friend. Like and these are just like the lyrics, like oh 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 yeah I yeah did, yeah. I, I will admit, I did kind of, I did, I did kind of like the the chorus where it's like and the crowd yeah, goes no, oh, it, oh it's oh, almost oh. catchier than some of the yeah, dumb yeah, shit yeah, Lemonade Mouth's been yeah, playing. I kind I kind of liked it, I, but the, it's not their their later song is way worse than this one. Okay, wait, also, if we're getting into this performance, the fact that they get in that car, do they drive two inches before they get out of the well, car? Well, that's why, that's, why that's why it has to be a music video, right? Because they make, like, a whole music video entrance out of a nice car, go yes. up on stage, but there's no cameras anywhere, and then they treat it no. like it's a gig at the end. What is going on in the scene? And also, where are they? An industrial warehouse like, that to... they drove sports cars into? They are high schoolers in this abandoned industrial warehouse. It makes no oh, sense. Maybe that's, what, maybe, um, that's, maybe that's why they only drove two feet, because they don't have their driver's licenses. Yeah, they yes. probably only have their learner's permit. They don't have have an adult. <laughs> they need a licensed adult present to drive more than two inches. Th- that's something you don't see is that their dad is in the back seat like the entire time. <laughs> just sitting Someone's there. Someone's older just... sister is back there laying horizontally. But like, also, okay, this performance, you guys, they have like two moves, one of which is just Ray rapping about how awesome they are. The other one is the boyfriend just doing crazy guitar tricks. Yeah. Like, like just strum- drumming behind his back, drumming with his teeth, li- like rolling on the ground, <laughs> flipping the over Ray fire. as he's driving, like, yes. <laughs> dousing the guitar in gasoline and lighting it on fire <laughs> mid-song. Like, it's just all guitar tricks. And another thing that I want to bring up that I felt personally really upset by, and I'm waiting for a call from Bob Iger to apologize to me personally, that for this cool performance, the boyfriend is wearing a fedora. Yes. I said, no, thank you, sir. And then at one point, he sexily tosses off the fedora and gives it to Mo. I'm like, oh, yes, every woman's dream to be thrown a man's sweaty fedora. The second second she caught that fedora, her panties were on the floor. (laughs) I was like, oh, yes, what every woman wants. And also the drummer is in a disgust. Gusting cap. <laughs> and that's really all I have to say about this performance. Mudslide Crush has some weird outfits, as we'll see later. It's. Ugh. I was really annoyed by that. I was like, what are they doing? I was going to say that anytime in this movie anyone raps, it's directly painful to me. Oh, yeah. It gets so oh. bad. We'll get, into, we'll get into that. That's like the next scene. Like a shot to the heart, and it's oh, so it's, unnecessary. It's bad. Uh, but so, yeah, the gig ends. He throws his fedora to the girl, whatever. Uh, then we cut to Olivia's house, and Wen just shows up at her house unannounced. Creepy. Creepy, yes. And, and <laughs> also because, keep in mind, you all, you have cell phones, guys. You can, you know, text Olivia, hey, Stella said I should come by and show you some of the stuff I wrote. Uh, when's a good time to come by? Don't just surprise her at her own home. It's 2011. He is surprising her because that way, like, he knows that she will just let him in. <laughs> a little bit, yes. Because they have a, a weird, weird attraction in this movie. And it's like, mm, I don't like it. I wrote down, I am very into Bridget Mendler and this convicted felon. I was like, I'm into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I didn't say I hated it. I was more it. into this than I was Mo and her stupid boyfriend that we had to oh, watch definitely, talk definitely. every oh, five for minutes. Sure, for sure, but yeah. Yeah, so they're they're sitting out uh, in her yard, the grandmother's yard, the grandmother serving them lemonade, of course, the only drink they drink anymore. And she's like, oh, it's so nice to meet one of Olivia's friends. I've never met one of her friends before. And she's like, oh, she's kidding. You know, she's met all my friends.
friends, you know, tons of friends. I've got friends here over here all the time. Which, wait, this scene also just raised, I should have had this question raised earlier, but I also just didn't care and was tired when I was watching this movie. But, like, this scene finally raised, like, what was Olivia's sad life before this band? Like, did she not have a single friend? (laughs) No, yeah, they really underplay, like, they address the real tragedy of her life in a second. Well, later on, not in a second. But, like, they really, it really seems like her home life sucks. Like, she's living with her grandma. They don't, like, seem to have, like, a TV or anything. Like, they just have a radio. They have a radio and play cards all the time. Like, it's, I don't know. Cat is late, on like limping to the finish line. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Wen's sitting there and they, he sees the cat and he's like, "Whoa, that is one that old cat." cat. Is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he basically says that cat's old as fuck. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and she bursts into tears. So funny. I wrote out this. Oh my god, what is this old cat scene? Because it literally the dialogue is him going, "Oh, that cat's old as fuck," and then she bursts into tears, and it's like yeah. the cat is really old. She says, yeah, the cat's old. She's kind of all I have left of my mom. So, you know. I wrote it down in quotes. I wrote it down in quotes her line back. And she goes, he goes, oh, wow, that cat's like really fucking old. And she's like crying. And then she goes, yeah, she's really old. And I was like, who wrote this dialogue? But uh, but, uh, but to the the credit, Bridget Mendeler is acting the hell out of this scene. She's giving her best. She's doing her best. But... Dead parents take a drink if you're playing at home. Yeah. Their mom is dead. Uh, I finished, and Nancy uh, damn it, I, finished, last... I finished my lemonade already. Ah, oh, Nancy is the last thing. Nancy is the cat. Also, weird name for a cat. I kept yeah. thinking yeah. you were talking about a person. Nancy's the last thing she has left of the mom, so that's why she got emotional. Right. And then she's like, you know what? I just don't want to talk about it. Why don't you just show me what you've got? And he starts rapping. Oh. I just know etiquette 101. When someone opens up to you about their dead mom and half dead cat, <laughs> the next thing you should do is spit fire bars directly in their face because that is they the most not appropriate fire way. Bars. They're, not, they're not fire bars. They are the coldest <laughs> bars imaginable. Okay. Uh, you're but, right. But, you're but, right. I'm sorry. But I was confused because they're not a rap act. They're like, you know, a musical act. Why Why is he writing a rap? And we find out later why. This is in a universe where every single band also raps. I guess. Yeah, it's in a universe apparently. where every song requires a rap verse. Apparently. It's, terrible. I it's terrible. When he started rapping, I paused the movie and walked away from yep. like where I was watching it because yep, I yep. just had to stop. Yeah, well, welcome <laughs> welcome to this show, Ashley. That happens yeah, to me like, yeah. on pretty much every movie at some point. Um. So the, the, he... Does this crappy rap, and then she he says the word determinate, and he's and she's like, that's not what that word means. However, he uses it. I don't. I didn't pay attention to his dumb yeah. rap, but it's also not how you say that word. I don't think, isn't it determinate? I don't, dude. I don't know. I'm gonna sound like an idiot either way. Like they're saying it like it's a shortened form of determination. I, I don't think that's a word except determinate. But I don't know. I don't care that much. But it's gonna that's gonna come yeah. up later. I don't see the reason I brought it up. And they have like a, they, and then like while he's like doing this and playing like the piano or whatever, they have like a charged moment where like their lips get a little too close, and uh, it's very creepy because it's Wendell. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And then he says, "I like it when you smile," which double creepy Wendell. And then yes. they just get back to the song, and they don't address that they had a charged moment at all. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, but. We are going to take a quick break right now, and then we'll come back and talk about the song that they're working on, because some stuff's about to happen, everybody. Yes. Um, so we'll be right back after a spot after a word from our sponsor, Mel's Lemonade. The lemonade that or changed Turbo to change Blast. our world. <laughs> or Turbo <Blast. laughs> Yes. Take a look around. 
who would have thought we'd all be here? So let's mess around. Cause the future is unclear. We got nothing better to do. We're just trying to get through. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Let the music prove you. Let the melody move you. Feel the beat and just let go. Get the rhythm into your soul. Let the music take you anywhere it wants to. When we're stuck and can't get free, no matter what, we'll still be singing. Come on, come on, turn up the music. It's all we got, we're gonna use it. Come on, come on, turn up the music. So, uh, we realized during the break we kind of skipped a really important scene, but so we'll do that now. Is they're at school, right? And uh, Mo comes up to Scott in the lunchroom and is like, hey, like you haven't gotten back to me or anything. And he's like, oh, sorry, I've been really busy, you know, with soccer and band practice, you know, you know how it is. Like, and she's like, what is that supposed to mean? And he's like, nothing, uh, whatever, I gotta go. I'll call you, I'll call you later. And then she like sits sadly in her chair and like, cause she knows that things aren't going great. And then Charlie comes over and he's like, hey, what's wrong? You know, trying to swoop in on that. <laughs> and she's like, hey, if a guy doesn't call a girl back, is that a bad sign? Like, and like, you're not a guy, you're like my friend, right? And he's like, okay, that doesn't, that doesn't make me feel particularly good. She's like, yeah, well, you know what I mean. And he's like, mm, I, don't, I don't know. Like, don't don't appreciate that label. It's, I think she says, you're not a guy guy. And this is another thing that we've set up. We have set up that he doesn't want to just be a friend. He wants to date her. But will this go to a satisfying normal place? No, no. it will not. Then we go over to Olivia in the run room, getting some of that power or turbo blast or whatever it's called uh, from a vending machine. And then like, there's kind of a stereotypical mean girl cheerleader in this movie. She Who's doesn't get unnamed? a name. She Who's just kind of exists. unnamed and just floats around yeah. mid mudslide crush, like fanning them with grape leaves or something crazy. Like she just doesn't, isn't named and just is a Fanning bitch. them with grape leaves? I don't know, Luke. Isn't that what you fan <laughs> people Fanning with? them with... No, you, you feed someone grapes and you fan them with palm leaves. <laughs> ah, okay, I see what I did now. I see what I did now. That will all be fixed in post, folks. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to fix it. Uh, but so uh, they... She's getting some turbo blast, whatever. And then the mean girl comes up and takes it and is like, thanks, my favorite classic bullying trope. She's like, uh, come on, just give it back. And they're like, they kind of start an altercation. The other members of the band come over to like back her up. Ray comes over and is trying to like start something with Wendell. Ray's like making fun of Olivia and like first Wen jumps in. And I'm like, okay, good. Stand up for your woman. You're into her. Like, and but when then is backs he, out totally and Charlie has to jump collapses. in. Immediately yeah. collapses. And then... Yeah, Charlie jumps in and then he's like, yo, Wen, back me up on this. And Charlie's like... And then uh, Wen's like, ah, sorry, dude. I'm a lover, not a fighter. And then I was like, so why were you getting involved? Whatever. Uh, but then the queen that she is, Haley Kyoko, <laughs> taps Ray on the shoulder as he's like roughing up Charlie and he just looks over. Yeah, and she sprays lemonade into his I, face. And I was like... That was so over the top and amazing at the same time. <laughs> the only person who has any balls at all is Kaylee Kyoko. I don't yes. fault her yes. for spraying the lemonade in his face. I was like, finally, somebody is going to do something. I, I was immediately like that. And then it was immediately like, that lemonade is the grossest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. The 
color of that was putridly disgusting to me. I Like, I don't know. Did they just like put like yellow food coloring in water or something? Because they didn't want them drinking so much sugar or yeah. something. I don't know why they didn't just give them like lemonade colored liquid. Like why they went Maybe, such a weird Maybe like lemonade hue. was just not bright enough. Like it wasn't showing up well on camera and they needed to amp it up. But it's really gross. That's possible. It, it feels like they went too far though. And that like, yeah, this looks like. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm like, that's not like any lemonade I've ever drink like not even like the most like concocted probably doesn't include real lemons lemonade i'm just gonna say it it kind of looks like piss it kind of yes, like but like neon it's, piss like if you've just been on a six day like alcohol and drug vendor not like i would know but and you don't have had like a, a water or a green juice in like months and like that's what your pee looks like like that's what it looks like but so then they kind of start you know shoving around and brannigan comes around and is like hey 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 what's going on here and then ray is like we were just hanging around and then these kids just came up and threatened us started shoving and then he says yeah and then lemonade mouth over here sprayed lemonade it's in so my face it's so fitting that they get their band name from a terrible decom insult like computer boy yeah, and like the, so the dumb insults that they say and that's how they get the band name correct yeah there was a scene I think earlier where they were like trying to figure out the band name but nothing really came from that scene uh, so we didn't mention it Wynn does say what if we just call it Win? like Bon Jovi uh, and then that's when they also get a threatening note about being oh, at yeah, the whole God, the back. school hates them right yes, now, by yes. the way. Like just as much just as much as the band hates them for stealing the time, everyone at this school freaking loves Mudslide Crush for some reason and now that they're not performing the whole dance everyone is out for blood pretty much yes. yeah that's how they get their name and they literally plan I was like yeah that's how we did it that's how we got our name in voiceover so then the whole dead mom scene happens and then we cut to school the next day and they're all like going down to the music room to go and practice and then I realized like it's like a tracking shot like as they're following me down the stairs and everything and I was like they're gonna find something wrong with the music room like yes, something's yes, gonna be wrong yes. like, they're, like yes, they're, yes. They're, they're, they're following her and then they're gonna turn the camera around and they're gonna see what like what's wrong and i thought like they maybe someone would put up another sign like uh we mentioned or whatever but no so they go down and they see a scheduled to be removed sign on the mel's lemonade machine but uh, also we really skipped two important scenes and i it's probably my fault it's definitely your fault because i never pay attention to the order these things happening yeah yeah but uh, in the uh, scene where they're coming up with their names they mentioned that they all have their badge of the underground which is the can of mel's lemonade Mm. like it's like that's what all the kids in the underground drink pretty much the only thing down there or whatever yeah it's it's so it's like kind of a thing that brings them together whatever that but so when they see the schedule be removed sign they of course are all furious because it means so much to them this lemonade you can buy in other places like it's not like like they buy a bunch of it later i assume you can buy this lemonade in stores like i they're just really upset about this vending machine i thought it was gonna be a thing of like oh you can only get it from this vending machine and like yeah exactly like it's like one old guy named mel fills it every day with his special lemonade which given its color might be his piss that does sound like an old creepy fan named mel he's just peeing into cans and exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so then, but yeah, so they go up to talk to the principal about it or the administrator, and for some reason, again, they let Stella do the talking on this one, which I think was the bad call mm-hmm. there because she literally you know, she's cannot, incredibly standoffish. She has two speeds, zero or a hundred. There's no in between. But thankfully, Wen goes with her, and so he, she's like, "Why are you taking our lemonade?" And then he's like, "Yeah, if you could just look up why uh, they're removing the lemonade machine, we'd really appreciate it." And then she's like, "Oh, no problem, young man." And then she's like, "Oh, well." Uh, because Turbo Blast is giving us all this money, they also have exclusive, I, have, I don't know what the term, dispensing rights, something, mm-hmm. uh, with the school. So that machine should have been taken away a long time ago. We're getting it out of there. Like, this is like setting up like, oh, the principal Turbo Blast are the, our opposition to keeping our beloved lemonade. And that's, that's not, not what happens, happens in this film. No. It's 
very confusing. Also, the fact that this is really, like, the big activism here is, like, a lemonade machine is so dumb, guys. Like, this is so... Why couldn't they have had a better cause? They kind of try to do this thing where it's not so much about the cause. It's just about, like, having your voice, you know, be heard by the administration or something. But it's not. They don't succeed in this endeavor. Why wouldn't they just lean into, like, it's not fair that these other clubs are pushed into the basement? Like, I think the lemonade is a metaphor for that. But, like, why don't... Why just... Why just not lean into that actual good cause? Like, that there should be arts funding at the school (sighs) instead of this lemonade cause. Again, this movie just... Its plot does not know what it wants Mm -hmm. to do. Uh, But so, yeah. So then we cut to Wen going home. And his dad's like, oh, you're home early. But so he's like, yeah, practice kind of got canceled. And I guess so they just called off practice the day before the Halloween bash. Because the machine got taken away. That was way more important. Not the craziest thing that's revealed in the scene, Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) So he comes home and and immediately you'll notice the house is full of boxes. And like an elliptical machine. Elliptical, that's what I was looking for. And he's like, what's all this stuff? And the dad just goes, it's Sydney's things. And Wen just like stops frozen and is like, what's it doing here? And he's like, well, Sydney is going to move in with us. I love her. She makes We're me happy. Engaged. And I've asked her to We're marry engaged. me. Yeah, I've asked her to marry me. And I was like, whoa, Wen's dad. You are doing this so wrong. Um, also, like, would you not sit your children down and have a conversation with them about exactly. this before all of her fucking boxes were in your house? I was like, I actually felt exactly. like Wen was being unfair to Sydney and the dad. Until this point, I was like, he wow, was. the dad is really fucking this up. I was like, who does this? She never really feels like she's, like, so horrible that, like, but, no. like, Wen's dad at this point point is definitely fucking up like that's what yeah absolutely he knows that when hates sydney and he has made no attempt to try to get to break down that wall and then immediately drops on his son oh by the way she's moving in with us and i'm gonna marry her just you know like what terribly handled terribly handled one's father so then i think we cut to the halloween bash right yeah 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 which everybody knows when we see a halloween party disney channel original movie it means we get to see non-branded halloween costumes which are yes 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 what was the one in the opening shot where there were a bunch of babies? Yes, yes, yes. It's just a bunch of babies. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so good. The principal's dress is Napoleon. I don't know what their teacher is supposed to be dressed like. Lady like, Gaga. Is it Lady Gaga? Yes. Trust me. Trust okay, me. Okay, well, she's wearing. she was wearing a cloak, yes, so I was kind of confused about that It's an iconic that Lady Gaga look. Uh, sure. And then Ray and Scott are just dressed like 2000, 2000 circa assholes. Like, they're wearing, like, those button-down shirts that have, like, lifted what raised patterns on them. What were they supposed to be? They're, they're literally yelling at Lemonade Mouth for not wearing costumes, but uh, what was yeah. their costume? I don't, th- I don't think the bands are in costumes, which I was very disappointed in. Yeah. Why wouldn't the bands be in costume? It's a Halloween bash. I agree with you 100%. And, but so we cut backstage and we see uh, the band sitting around being like, where is she? Uh, I'm so... Oh, wait. Also, uh, oh, right. Other scene. My bad. Before this, we're wrong. Is that uh, Mohini sees Scott give his letterman's jacket to the cheerleader girl and be like talking to him her up and like flexing she his was, muscles like, touching his muscles yeah and Does so they're like for the halloween bash this happens before the halloween bash because uh why can i not get the timeline of this movie right at yeah all? it's weird and neither can i it's weird but so they're broken up right now and the reason i know it comes before this is because they're like where is she i don't know i thought they were talking about Mohini because you know she was all upset that they're broken up but no she's there she's like let's do this let's play this band. What they're talking about is Olivia. Like, it would make sense for Mo to be missing because she just broke up with her boyfriend, but she's always all in, all there, already, all the time. Right? She's a matter. team player. She's a team player. I like that about her, honestly. Yeah. But so, they're like, where is she? And then we find out they're talking about Olivia. Olivia like, and what her are... goddamn stage fright. 
Yeah, and then one of the uh, AV guys doing all the microphones and everything is like, oh, I saw her run uh, through here. I think she went to the bathroom. And so they all go down to the bathroom, and the girls go in first, and the guy's like, wait a second to go in, because, you know, it's a girl's bathroom, which is kind of funny. There was a funny. funny beat here. Like, I didn't, the only thing I laughed out loud, we're like, all right, we're coming in, girl's bathroom. And, like, the guys eventually just walk in. This is my one joke that I laughed at. <gasps> oh, is, the is toilet joke. The toilet this paper joke. It's a, a so, joke. So, so they are like, Olivia, and, like, she clearly threw up in the toilet. They don't say that, but she's, mm-hmm. like, leaning over the toilet toilet like so nervous and they're like hey Liv it's you, are you okay like you can do this you know we all believe we in believe you. in it's, you it's not a big thing and then like someone tries to and like yeah the boys come in after a second and then a woman dressed as a toilet carrying like a toilet paper <laughs> purse comes in and car and Charlie just looks at him looks at her and just goes no I'm sorry we have plenty maybe next door and yeah no that that was a very good it was joke good. that's a good joke it was also funny because that is a great generic Disney Channel Halloween costume it's a just toilet. a woman dressed a... as a toilet why would yep. that ever be the costume that someone would pick but so she Olivia's a really saying anything she's just kind of like standing leaning over the bowl whatever freaking out but weirdly enough her crippling crippling stage right that has made her throw up she's so upset it's going to be fixed with lemonade lemonade uh because freaking Haley kyoko has fashioned like a a bandolier is the term for multiple cans of lemonade on her hip and then he's like what's that she's like cool right and takes the lemonade out hands it to her over the door and he's like Listen, Liv, like, we believe in you. I believe in you. Much quieter. Ah, uh, like, you could do this. And then she, like, takes the lemonade behind the door. And we don't really see what happens. But she, like, we hear her, like, pop the top. And then she's fine. She's miraculously Let's fine. Let's do this. You know, lemonade solves everything in this film. Mm. So, yeah, then they get up on stage. Uh, Ray is, yeah, makes fun of them not wearing costumes. He also tried to get the principal to, like, cancel them because they weren't on stage in time, really. But it works out. Whatever. It doesn't go anywhere. And this is their best song in the whole film. This is their best. This is Determinate. This, this is the bop. This is the bop of this film, and I agree with you 100%. Okay. So I, I I need to read what I wrote, which is the first Halloween song is the worst song in this movie. Really? <laughs> yeah. You don't what? like the first? I did not like it. I like Determinate. I did. You know what actually it is? I will say I listened to the soundtrack uh, on Spotify after I watched this movie and I liked it better not in the movie. So maybe if you heard it like that, yeah. you might have maybe, it better. Yeah. But, but maybe I'll get a second chance. But but I I was a fan of this song. I think it's probably their best one. I liked it. Also, Ashley, you have to realize that me and Emma have the most generic like Disney Channel music taste. So mm-hmm. we're, we're a little predetermined on this one. So they do this whole song, and then we get to see one of our favorite recurring things in a Disney Channel original movie, which is where a crowd has to be won over by a song. I love this acting when they make extras do this. Yes. When they're like, they have to be like stone faced, and then they, they all of a sudden like one guy's like toe tapping. Then they start looking at each other, and they're like, mm, mm, like mumbling, like indistinct mumbling. And all of a sudden yeah. they're like, like snapping along to the beat, and then, then the crowd goes yeah and then one of the main characters like starts dancing and then ray's like hey stop and then she's like i can't it's so good they were berating uh, berating those cheerleaders those nameless yeah. cheerleaders full berating them for liking the song yeah they do the whole song everyone at school freaking mind is blown by how good lemonade mouth is now i think they start like chanting their name or whatever bad name to chant by the way yeah yeah not great 
I really, I really need to, I would love to like interview the author of this book and be like, why lemonade <laughs> like, mouth, author, sir? Just why? 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 Just sir. <laughs> well, how? Why and how? Why and how? So Haley Kyogo gives a big speech about them taking the lemonade machine away. And the principal is furious that she, you know, politicized this Halloween dance, as he says later. Also, it's all, it's also like just like, they keep using the same like big, like platitude, like these vague, like be heard. It's time to stand up and be heard and yeah. make your voices loud. And I'm like, if I hear the phrase "be heard" one more time, I'm actually going to <laughs> well, throw my well, remote at the TV. The great transition to the next song because then they do the second song after bringing up the lemonade thing. It's like, come on, guys, don't you want to, you know, be heard? And then their next song, I, I think it's called like, uh, it's like be loud, be something. I, th- I th- it's like here we go. I think maybe, but it's like yeah, but it's just like. Be heard, be strong, be loud, come on and show it now. Yeah, something like that. And it's a, and it's also an okay song, but they keep intercutting it with the principal trying to be like, you know, shut it down. You guys are done. You're done, Zoe. Yeah, I, I actually like this song a bit more than the last one. Fair enough. But I but I just wish they didn't cut it with the principal yeah. with it, because it really ruins the song a little bit. I, it just hit me that Stella, like, if Lemonade Mouth continues to be a thing for years, she eventually just becomes Bono, right? Like, that's... <laughs> a little bit, yeah, I think yes, so. Yes, yes. Yeah, but so the principal, like, pulls the plug or flips the switch or whatever and shuts them down, and everyone in the school is like, oh, man, wah, wah. And then we don't get to see the Budside Crush perform, thank God. Yeah. But so then it cuts to them all in the principal's office, and the principal is, you know, furious that they, like encourage the students to have a voice and have an opinion and like i said he says like it's not a see the halloween match is not a time for political statements and i was like is really? It really that political it's, is not. It really, is, it's, it's not. not they're misusing the word political here yes i don't think this is political but he bans them from he bans the band from performing on school grounds ever again he says you can't use the music the, no they don't even say school grounds but like based the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the limits of this band are very weird like he's just like lemonade mouth is done finished no music room and i was like so how can you make them like not be a band anymore but i guess they, then they that's interpreted to be like you cannot just not be a band at school but but also yeah the, the reason is because they practice in the music room and he's saying you can't use it anymore so that's within school reason i kind of assume that's what he meant yeah but the thing is they all treat it like no we're done like he's just broke up our band and i was Mm -hmm. like you guys you guys know you could still like practice at each other's houses you all know that you have giant houses oh you guys all have mansions also charlie's drums are apparently the only thing in his garage you could throw some amps in there and have a final time garage space was made to be a rehearsal space yes but also like we have to do this exact same thing all over again where then they have to like rally them back together at the goddamn pizza place and like we just did this no no, first thing well first they go through the school and see that everybody is in love with lemonade mouth and put up posters and everything Uh, everywhere this scene is so awkward and like we see like girls like give googly eyes to charlie or something like that and yeah so they and like uh well the av guy approaches when about selling their cd which i guess everyone wanted to buy a cd with two songs on it sells it it for ten dollars not even two songs because the other song got cut off Mm-hmm. Yes. And also, like, it's so weird. Like, I get that they're good, but, like, in what universe would other students at this high school that are your classmates and peers actively become, like, super fans of you? Well, they well they were all super fans of Mudslide Crush. 
So maybe they're all maybe they're all just constantly looking for a new band to get behind. It's a really weird thing. I was really surprised we did not get a like fake YouTube where it's like, look, yeah. we've got over a million views. Yeah, something like yes, that. You're right. Yes, they always do that. I'm surprised. But well, no, but that's the thing is, Emma, like Emma said, they or whoever said it, they sell it for ten dollars, right? And then he says, AV Club takes thirty, and then you take seventy. So this is like where you get the idea. This is what Emma said that like they're gonna use the profits from the band to fund the extracurriculars. Does not happen. Does not happen. Doesn't that's happen. Just, they're making money and I guess just pocketing it, even though we all know they're filthy rich, except for two of them. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, we see all these signs everywhere. Everyone's in love with Lemonade Mouth, whatever. Then the principal, there's like a big Lemonade Mouth banner outside the school that someone, I guess, made and hung up. And the janitor's trying to like take it down. And he's really having a rough time with it, even though it's just held by a piece of rope. Yeah, because he's like poking it with a broom. <laughs> yeah, really ineffective. And the principal's like, hey, you kids can't do this. I, You know, you're defacing school property. I told you you can't Lemonade Mouth is done. And she's like, we didn't do it and he's like uh i don't believe you but i'm not gonna come after you about this ever again or anything mm-hmm. this is another thing that won't be paid off and goodbye then also i need to say this line because it's it's questionable he then tells he's like hey hector it's a sign not a pinata <laughs> i didn't even notice that oh my god i didn't god. think about that either you're notice, right notice that oh that was kind of racist it a little was bit. No, yeah, good good catch. I didn't catch that. That's good a good call. catch. I didn't even notice that. I, I, I said out loud, whoa, because it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, not great. Uh, then it cuts to the pizzeria, and they're all gathered around their pizza and like being like, man, I can't believe Lemonade Mouth's over. And I was like, well, you guys are still signed up for Rising Star, right? Like, you're still going to do that, right? And they're like, no, we're just donezo. <laughs> Why? This makes no sense. They want to have, like, the, like, too many, like, low periods of the bands. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then, like, uh, Mokini's like, yeah, you know, it's fine. I, I kind of got so much going on in my life anyway. It's, I don't really care that much. And Charlie's like... Yeah, and my parents think I'm in soccer practice every day, and I'm like, that's not the band's fault, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, like, you're, you realize yeah, you're, that you're living a you're lie, lying. Charlie. That's not yeah, our fault. Yeah, you're living a lie. And then, like, Stella's like, guys, don't you understand? The reason everybody loves us is because we're their voice. We're the voice of the school, because apparently the whole school wants to save this goddamn lemonade machine now. <laughs> yeah. Even though it only is the people who drink it. Only the only people who drink it are from the underground. And so I don't understand why everyone wants this lemonade machine saved. Also, we forgot they have a lemonade salute, where yeah. fans of the band yes, look them, like there's a lift lemonade, lemonade, pop the top, food. and then throw it up. It's so but stupid. But it's an invisible lemonade. It's yeah. like it's a hand lemonade. gesture. That's the it's most dumb. important part. Uh, but then Wen brings up the fact that he gave their CD to Dante of Dante's, Dante's Pizzeria and asked him if they could play here. Dante loved it, of course. So they're like, well, we can play here. No big deal. And then um, I think like Mohini and Charlie are like, yeah, no, I don't really care. I just want to go back to my life. But then so they go outside in the parking lot yeah, okay. and someone put up a huge poster of them from the bash like took a picture of them and then like it's like gigantic how did they even have the time how this was to be weird to believe this was like the next day how did they have the time to get that image printed was it dante i i don't know it's huge it covers half the wall if they went in and did not notice it which is very noticeable it <laughs> must have happened while they were inside <laughs> It's ridiculous. You're so right. Yeah, how oh did they God, not yeah. notice that? They must have put it up in the 20 minutes they were inside. But so then the fact that this poster exists makes Mohini change her mind. It's like, no, you know what? People do care about us, I guess, because someone Again, made this poster. Again, Mo, back in. Always mm-hmm. the first. You can't stay. She, she thought she was out, but they pulled her back <laughs> in. 
Uh, and uh, she's like, you know what? We'll do it. We're going to play. And then they do like a montage with narration being like, yeah. So we started playing at Dante's every Wednesday night. Standing room only. Oh, also, no. I'm sorry. The reason Mo didn't want to do it at Dante's is because Scott eats here. And I don't want... I, my plan is to never see him again for the rest of my life, which good plan. Okay. Uh, but so then she's like, no, we're doing it. And then like they... We do another we do another song, but this time it's Mo singing. So yeah, they let Naomi Scott sing this one. And it's like about how she's not the same girl she was like she's it's like not she, the same girl she's, she's changed so, she's so gone i think is what it's called yeah yes she also checks her own reflection in a oh, metallic yes. napkin to see <laughs> it was so good but like she's doing some things that i feel like the pizzeria owner should not be cool with like she's like laying on the tables and like gyrating on the tables gy- gy- she's on disney around. channel disney disney channel also probably should not be cool with some of the things she's doing but then like at one point she just grabs the napkin holder off the table looks at her own reflection Reflection dramatically and puts it down and like a guy gets up on the table like spins her around i was like what the hell just happened that was incredible that was like her mulan reflection moment but it was yeah. in a napkin oh, holder it's fantastic oh it was so good and terrible at the same time and that, it was totally cgi right like it was it did not look it was it was there was yeah. no way that that was done naturally through the, there would have been like a glare it was definitely cgi right but basically they're at school See, yeah, they're super popular, whatever. Charlie's got groupies now. Who cares? Uh, then they say, hey, have you guys seen Olivia? I haven't seen her around all day. I haven't seen her all day. Yeah, they go to her house and her grandma's sitting there, like sees him in the window and is like, oh, oh, and like puts her hand out. Second she puts her hand out, like, oh, geez. I was like, cat's dead. That cat has passed. That cat, yeah, that has cat is died. That cat went from old as fuck to dead as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote in all caps, rest... <laughs> Rest in pieces, Nancy. Yeah, she's right. Uh, she's done so. But so they okay, go. Okay, so that's but, hey, not the I'm craziest a, I'm a, part. I'm guys. gonna take this. Take this slow. We're gonna take it slow here. We have to savor each and every moment of what's about to happen. Yeah, I am, I'm literally titillated right now, thinking about what is about to happen. Buckle your seatbelts, folks. So they go in the backyard and they approach Olivia sitting. She's a little crying a little bit. She's you know upset. They're like hey. Olivia, we're really sorry to hear about Nancy. If you're here, we're here for you if you need it. And then they try to distract her by looking up at clouds. Well, no, she brings this up non sequitur. Like, where she's like... Yeah, she's like, I like to look at clouds sometimes. <laughs> no, uh, like, Charlie and trying to, like, make her feel better. is like, it's nice out here. And then she's like, yeah, I like to come out here, look at the clouds. And then they all take turns looking at clouds and saying what it looks like. And I was like, who wrote this? Why is this This is such happening? a waste of time. It's such a fucking waste of time. So they are all sitting out saying what they... They're, the clouds they see. But so I think Stella starts and she's just like, man... Sometimes I feel neglected by my mom and my whole family. And I think I'm an idiot. They think I think yeah. I'm stupid because like, I'm not as smart as my Because my whole family is smart and I'm not. Uh, who they, they they jump from one to the other or something like that. I think it's Charlie Next who's like, well, at least your parents aren't trying to keep you, like make you be as good as your godlike brother or whatever. And then mm-hmm. and then when is like when's like I would take a great brother over this over infant my, my dad is born <laughs> over Sydney that your stepmom and then Mokini's like well at least your dad isn't so overbearing and expects you to be his perfect Indian daughter or whatever I also don't like the fact that they keep having to be saying perfect Indian daughter because I feel like it's a little <laughs> stereotypical just say in perfect daughter it's fine. Uh, but then, uh, then freaking <laughs> Olivia just says my dad's in prison, <laughs> which. Wow. Okay. I, wrote, I was like, plot twist. Huge Did not curveball. see the prison thing coming. Not both of 
the parents were dead. Thought yeah. they were both dead, or there was like a single mom situation. Her dad's in prison. Has Disney Channel ever done anything even close to this I don't think before? so. They just ax them off always. They've never done a prison thing. I was like, and then immediately my question was, did he murder the mom? Because <laughs> yes, the mom's yes, dead. Yes, and yes. They never say what happened to him. They never say what he did. You're right. They We never find out. She just says he made a lot of mistakes since the mom died. So we assume it's unrelated. So we assume he assume. didn't murder her. But assume. I don't know. A murdering his wife would also be a mistake. What if, what if like, mis- what, okay, she says she's made a lot of mistakes. He made a lot of mistakes since the mom died. What if like the mom was like his first kill and he became like the most notorious serial killer in New Mexico? <laughs> and that's who well, her father Obviously is. the mistake was him getting caught. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That was his mistake. But so yeah, she just drops this right the hell out of nowhere. And this is a huge curveball. Like we said, Disney Channel does not do this kind of stuff. Generally, the parents are just dead. I was the fact on that, the like, floor. I give the kids credit just don't immediately go like, oh. Yeah. Which, and, and yeah, Emma, you're right. They deserve a little credit because this is, I mean, kids' parents are in jail and it's good that Disney is addressing this. That like, you know, it doesn't Agreed. mean anything about the child or whatever. And it's complicated because you, you know, might love them. Like she's like, she has a complicated relationship with the dad and they haven't spoken. Yes. And again, Bridget Mendler freaking is acting the hell out of this she's crying she's like i love him but like he writes me all the time but i've never written back because i can't see him for, Probably the, because- for the line being so incredibly harsh and dumb like my dad's in prison like she does act circles yeah. around this and she's like yeah. i haven't i never write him back i haven't seen him in years i don't know i just feel so conflicted about it and then everyone like you know circles around her and like gives her a hug and support and then they all start doing a song, and this is their emotional song, everyone, which is more than a band. And they sing about how they're which always going to be more. They're, they're always going to be band. more than a band. And it's a cute song. But, like, yeah, they start just singing a song, and it's like, yeah, we're always going to be more than a band. And it's fine. It's a cute little number. But then, like, it shifts to them, like, recording a music video, kind of, because, like, they, yeah, we're at, we cut to Stella's house in her pool. We see her brothers. One of them is holding a boom mic for some reason. Uh, and then like mm-hmm. they, they're performing in the corner in like this covered area and then like they all start jumping in the pool with their clothes on they eat an imaginary sundae under the water Mohini yes, like, swims have, like, up and like grips the camera the water. it's the weirdest sequence of events for this song and I I just couldn't believe what was happening. It's a fine song, but I don't know why they yeah. took it in this direction. I'm going to be honest. I didn't pay that much attention to the scene because I was still in shock. Yeah, it, it's a lot to take in. They throw a lot at you really fast. It's a fast curveball. It's less of a curveball and more like I got beamed with the ball. That too. Yes. yes. You got hit by a pitch. Uh, but so then we cut. After that, they have another like, man, guys, so bad. We're all going to be more than a band. And then we cut to school the next day and like, uh, Mohini's walking in and Scott like catches her and is like hey Mo and she's just like bye this is bitch. where I literally like, wrote she's... down I literally wrote down I was like I don't trust this asshole no, yeah. at this point and I don't care about this relationship again I'll say it like just put that on my tombstone I will, I no, I'll say this I, I don't care about the relationship I do care about Mohini I do not want Mohini to fall into this asshole's traps and no, she does I like it her. I off. like her a lot but I don't yeah. like this relationship no uh, but so he's like, listen, Mo, I made a mistake. Like, can we get back together? Like, that girl that was feeling my muscles and wearing my Letterman jacket, and considering this is high school, wearing a Letterman jacket's basically dating. Uh, she's just a friend. Don't worry about it. Like, it's nothing. And she's like, I, I don't know. She doesn't follow the good words of Bismarck. Yes. Which is just, but you don't say trust she's anyone just a who- friend. Yeah, we get a we get a brief a brief touch on time that it's apparently been two months since they broke up. Time has a very nebulous relationship to the I events. I thought it's of this been film. four days. It felt like four. <laughs> it's days. been a long time. But so but so she's like she basically tells him I'm not buying what you're selling and walks off. Even though that doesn't mm-hmm. 
it's not what happens later and it really makes me upset but emma but emma's right this is another moment where we're spending time on this relationship no one cares about we go to wen at his house and he's like doing a fake interview in the mirror and it's kind of funny i kind of laughed a bit but sydney comes in sydney that infantile child bride and this is the one time she maybe does something wrong where he's like don't you knock and she's like well no but come out here and but it's really not that big deal and there's songs on the radio because it's songs on the radio yes no i'm saying that sydney's fine i'm just saying this is like the only time she's maybe done something kind of weird but the rest of the movie she's fine uh but she's like your songs on the radio oh my god and like they all like you know celebrate and jump up and down and like i like how the fact they they treat this as a big deal but we only see two people olivia and wen deal with this because they could not come up with enough reasons for children to be listening to the radio in 2011 yeah, yes that's what i wrote down i was like and i was like what fucking universe is this where two families have full radios just playing in the middle of their house and like no TVs like you see like uh, Sydney and the dad like have like a cheese board out and so you had imagine they had it on to listen to some music while they were eating so fine and the grandma has like an old time radio like listening to like big band music it's crazy but it, yeah so I laughed really hard that they could only show us two like they didn't even think like oh someone's in the car listening to the radio no they only had two it it would have been a good one if like you just see like the principal driving around and he's like oh lemonade mouth beta we, did have, we could not pay that actor we couldn't pay that actor for the car scene. no of we course not we had no, for two not. days uh, but so then it, it, like narration kicks in and is like being on the radio was the high point for lemonade mouth little did we know it would all come crashing down and so this is where, like, they fall into another slump, and it's crazy. Like, they knew they wanted to get them to a point where the band, like, hit rock bottom, but in order to get that band there, the way they get them there is insane, and we're gonna have to go through it's, it. It's insane, and it feels like they wanted to have, like, the full, like, behind-the-music arc. Right. Yes. Where it's, like, the, you know, the start, like, naming the band, early trouble, like success and then downfall like downfall they wanted to have all of that in the movie before the final scene yeah so it just leads to a lot of really weird parts yeah that's a really good way to put it i never thought that they're trying to follow that like trajectory but so like we do they're doing a show at dante's and ray is there being an asshole he's like heckling them and then mo and then mo just starts coughing and charlie's like hey are you okay she's like oh it's probably just allergies and i'm like where are they going with the fact that she's sick and also like coughing and allergies don't go together yeah 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 true Uh, but but so they do they're doing this number ray's being an asshole and it goes up on stage like takes the mic from them and like basically he causes like an insane incident where, where Dante's they, where, is destroyed. Where some, where I someone at Disney Channel just got a big fan and threw like red paper cups in front of it because just red paper cups just start flying from every direction and like mm-hmm. there's go, like a scuffle everyone's falling on tables. Ray rips out the soda fountain cord and sprays soda on everybody. It's wild. But basically this means they don't they uh, can't perform it anymore is where they're going with this. And then so we cut to Charlie walking Mo home as she's walking up the steps it's like hey so there's this thing i wanted to tell you and you were always with scott uh but now that you're not you know i like wanted to say that i like you mo like i don't want to be friends like i want to you know i really like you and she's like mm, i've always we're liked j- you we're just friends and we're gonna stay that way and then he she gets, shuts him down shuts and him he's out. really upset he gets angry at me and he's like you know what i forget what song he says one of their songs is really dumb you should never sing it again which comes right the hell out of nowhere 
Um, and then Which, just, what does, yeah, what was that attack for? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But so she, she like goes to the stairs and sees her dad and the dad's like, who's that? And she's like, nobody. It's just a guy in my band. And this starts a whole conversation with her father that like, he doesn't trust her to like not date boys. And, uh, this scene was the one that made me a little teary with her parents where she is like the mom comes out and she's like, dad doesn't trust me. It was kind of emotional. It's, it, it's not, like, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's all right. Like, I do like that. They say like. The dad's, it's not just like the dad's mad at her for talking to a boy. It's just like, dad doesn't trust me. Like, it's like part of the bigger problem, which I liked. I thought it was good. Then, well, then we cut to Charlie's house and he's venting all his sexual frustrations that he couldn't get with Mo on his drums so hard Mm -hmm. that he breaks a drumstick. And then he goes to get another one from a toolbox. And then being the idiot that he is, closes it on his own hand. Own and, hand! And the, breaks, the way, three the of his, breaks three of his fingers somehow. That is what you guys were talking about, where it's like, this is the events that they have to get to to hit rock bottom. Like, he closes his own hand in a drawer, breaks three of his own fingers. It's crazy. How do you do that to yourself? Like, just by shutting a dress. Um, and then it's and then we go to Charlie's house, and he and his dad are hanging a picture of Cindy. Massive portrait. No, of the like engagement photos of him and yeah. Sam. No, it, you mean Wint's house? Wint's. Did I not say when? Oh, yeah. You said Charlie. No. Oh, sorry. Wint's yeah, yeah, house. Yeah, house. And like, as they're hanging the photo, the dad's talking to Wynn and he's like, by the way, Wynn, uh, I want you to be my best man. And Wynn's like, what? And then drops the photo on himself and gets right in the eye. I thought it was on his face, but it's on his eye, we find out later. I thought he was going to be like blind in one eye. He just gets like a really bad he black eye. He gets a really good, big black eye. But then I I, I wrote down, because I was freaking out, I was like, I didn't realize when she said the band was going to have a downfall, everyone was going to get sick and or injured. Yeah, I didn't realize that Final Destination was about to exactly. happen. Exactly. Everyone yes. gets a misfortune <laughs> to befall them out of it nowhere. It is Final Destination. It really is. Like, I thought they were going to get in a fight, which would make sense. Like, maybe the Charlie Moe thing leads to like, like Lit a the big, fuse like, box flame or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something. But like, no. But that would make sense. But this movie is just in the universe where things don't make sense. But also, I want to point out the black eye makeup they put on Wen is really bad. It's really oh, bad it's in a very, fa- very obviously fake. But we see that because we cut to a scene with him and uh, uh, Olivia getting smoothies at some kind of mission style restaurant. This is where <laughs> I got Arizona, New Mexico from. On that and the fact it's Mesa High School. And so he's like, man, Charlie broke three of his fingers. Mohini's super sick, which... Mohini has 102 fever, they say. She's like in the hundreds with a fever. She's in bad shape. And then I've got a black eye and I could, I have trouble seeing out of it sometimes. Um, so he, and then, and so he's like, yeah, band's not looking too good for Rising Star. And he wants to not do it and she does? No, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he, the, he's like, I guess we should just quit. And she's like, no, like, this band pulled us together, whatever. And then this also devolves into him not recognizing what he has and her yelling at him about it. Because she's basically like, go fuck yourself for not being grateful for having a family. And I said, good job, Bridget Mendler, because yeah, she acts the hell out of this scene, too. Absolutely. And I was like, yeah. Bridget Mendler and Haley Kilgar are delivering the best performances in this film with a th- Close second, uh, for being, sure. Close third being Naomi Scott. Mm-hmm. But so then, as she's walking away, she starts coughing a little bit, and I was like, "Is she sick too? Why?" Are oh, like- thank you. Oh, I Lucas, thank God you caught that. I rewound it, yeah. and I, I could. I was like, "Is she coughing, or is it just like a random PA coughing that the mics picked up and they just didn't have time to?" Well, fix? it has to be her because she loses her voice in the next scene inexplicably. You're she right. Just loses oh her my voice. God, the coughing. I, I those thought like two that there was going to be some explanation of like, "Oh, this is why they all got sick." No! Maybe it's because they drank all that nasty-ass lemonade. I thought maybe oh. they were drinking out of the same lemonade <laughs> cup That would have been amazing if the lemonade turned out to be the thing that ruined them all. Don't drink Mel's urine. It will make you... <laughs> <laughs> 
But basically, they she loses her voice in the next scene. Explain it. They, they and yes. they rely on two tiny like <laughs> yeah. to preface that. That that had to be. They had a scene where they explained how she lost her voice, like she was really practicing super hard for Rising Star or something, and then they had to cut it. But then someone was like, "Wait." That doesn't. We can't explain how she loses her voice in the next scene, though. Uh, just ADR some coughs in as she's talking to Wen, and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. That's had to be how that happened. Yeah. Uh, but so then it cuts to school, and Stella sees that they're taking the lemonade machine away, and then she's like, "Oh no!" And she like sits down in front of the truck and calls the rest of the band, and they're like, "Don't you see? They're trying to." take our machine away like we have to you know stand up and do all the crap we talk about in our songs or whatever and then she's like you need to put our machine back yeah the rest of the band is incredibly fucked up when they yeah. arrive yeah when, let's let's recap when's when's got a black eye ha- mohini has 105 fever did she need to get dragged out of bed for this in what the, the rain. fuck let in her stay in bed uh olivia's lost her voice apparently charlie's broken three of his fingers and can't play the drum stella's the only healthy one but she's like sitting in front of the, the truck and is like you put our machine you have to move me or the machine so put the machine back and they're like all right kid and they just like these two movers just like they just lift her up lift her up and move her and then like all the band jumps on them and it's like hey, hey you can't do that and they start like tussling and pulling on these adults and then like a very convenient they cop literally car attack these adult men they attack bit, yes. them and then like a very convenient cop car pulls up and then they're all in a prison cell immediately it's hard cut i did like i think like they're like we're arrested i was like we're not arrested we're just waiting for our parents right <laughs> like t- yeah. taking like such like like don't worry guys it's not all they bad we're not arrested they explicitly said that they're like don't worry we didn't actually get arrested because this is disney and we're not gonna go there also i realized another important thing we skipped the reason mohini had the detention in the beginning is because she got caught cutting class we never touched on the yeah. fact yes. that she got caught but so she because she's terrified of her dad finding out that she screwed up and so she convinced the principal not to tell him but so now that they're calling her parents she's like dis- despairing because she can't yeah. let him find out also there was like a weird amount of irony like then after like right after olivia said her dad was in jail she is now also behind bars and I was like, this yes. probably isn't good for her. She's a little sad, probably. Um, but basically, they are in a holding cell and their parents come to pick them up and we see everybody's parents' reaction well, no, well, to their kids. Well, well, first, they have the moment in the cell together because, you know, they're all kind of... Oh, yeah, rock, God. They're all kind of rock yeah. bottom, broken up right now. And then they do another, you know... The exact same stuff. thing over again. They do the same like, shit and now like, they're totally like, fine again. Mo is strumming a hairband and like Stella's tapping the cell with her ring, the bars, and like Charlie's, you know, drumming, of course. They, they do another rhythmic number and sing a little bit and they're like, oh man, I can't believe we can't part. Also, by the way, the other big thing in this moment is that they're talking about Rising Star. The fact that like we can't do Rising Star, like. We, like, and Stella's like, why? What'll happen? It's like, we'll lose. And it's like, so who cares if we lose? So our music is all about being heard and being a voice. And I'm like, Stella, they literally can't play the show. Charlie can't literally drum. Literally, has three broken fingers. Yeah, Charlie can't drum. Olivia doesn't have a voice. When is when can't see. And Mohini is sick. It's not a matter of them losing. It's the fact that you were going to go on stage and be physically unable to play the show. Yes. And she yes. somehow convinces them to do it anyway, which is insane to me. <laughs> um, yes. I agree. Um, but then the band comes. No. Yeah, but then, then their family then comes. Then their families right. come. Olivia's grandma's really no, chill. This is this is my, this is where I, Emma's the one generally get emotional on this show, folks. I teared up a little bit at Wen's, when Wen gets out. So yeah, Olivia's grandma comes and is like, oh, what I told you, yes, get out of the I house, Yes, I teared up here, dear. too. I teared up here, yeah. too. Well, hang on. Olivia's mm-hmm. like, grandma's like, oh, 
uh, dear, I told you to get out of the house. I didn't mean this. Ha ha ha, whatever. Wen comes out and just Sydney is there. And her her dad, the dad was stuck at work. Yeah, she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, your dad will be here in a second. Like, I know you like you don't want me here or whatever, but he's I'm the only one who could come. And then Wen just gives her a big hug and is like, thank you for coming. Thanks I'm really for sorry. coming. And, and, and I, teared, I teared up a little bit. I was touched. I was touched by that it moment. Was a, yes. It was a really good emotional moment. Yeah, it is. Stella's mom had the classic trope of the, the classic busy businessman, businesswoman, throw your phone in the ocean moment. <laughs> where, like, I was expecting her to be like, this isn't what really matters. You're what really matters. Where she, like, has a moment with Stella where she's, like, just, like, kind of gives her the validation of, like, just because you're not being smart, like, you, you're so, you have such strong convictions. You're so dedicated. Like, I'm really proud of you. And also, like, I should throw my phone on the ocean. And I'm not paying enough attention to you. And the dad shows up with the two little brothers and her like guitar. Her, yeah, inexplicably. Yeah, and they're like, we're here for you, Stella. Um, And Mohini gets busted out by her parents. And the dad, like, doesn't want to talk about it. Like, he's just like, I, you're in bit of a, so much trouble. Like, I just don't want to talk about it. Let's go she home. She forces him to have a conversation, yeah, though, and she's And she's like, listen, dude, you gotta let me make mistakes and whatnot. Like, I can't be this perfect ideal. I'm, like, killing myself to do this for you. That also, by the way, would have been a way to explain her being sick, is that she was run down by having trying yes. to do so much for, you know, the band and school and all this Luke, stuff. you Never should have written this on. movie. That would have <laughs> made a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, another thing, Charlie's brother, so Charlie's parents, Mercedes, again, they yeah. got money. Mercedes rolls up and you think it's going to be his parents and then he rolls on the window to someone we've never seen before who is then explained to be the older brother, the godlike older brother. Who Tommy. this actor could be anywhere from... 25 to 48. I was like, how old is this man? Because he's supposed to be playing like a college freshman and I do not buy it for a second. Yeah, but he's okay, supposed to be, he's at Stanford, everyone, in case they didn't, we didn't mention that, but they dropped that specifically. But yeah, so he's like, uh, man, kid, you're really lucky I picked up the phone and not mom and dad because you'd be in so much trouble right now. And he's like, I'm, listen, I'm going to be in trouble anyway because I got to tell them that I'm not on the soccer team. I'm in a band. I can't be you. And Tommy's like, well, listen, they're not going to be happy with me either because my grades this quarter have been crap. They are going to be so pissed. Well, let's go tell them together, little brother. And he's like, yeah, let's go piss off our parents in solidarity. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, is that all the kids or is there a kid left? Yeah. That's all. No, we got them. Uh, but so... Rising Star is next. Because, oh yes, because freaking uh, Mudslide Crush is performing and Ray is wearing a shirt with himself on it. Shirt with his own face. <laughs> with his yes. yes. It's incredible. I hate him, but God, I love it. And this is their worst song of the two where it's just like, don't you wish we were us? Oh, and it's so stupid and I hate it's it. It's like you're yeah. LOL, we're B-I-G, we're big. It's just like, we're the best. And they use a lot of dumb like text speak things like you're B-R-B, M-I-A, I hate we're shit. B-I-P. It's stupid. Oh, that's what the other one... Oh, it's, it's, about that it's, one. Yeah, it's very bad, everyone. But so then, like, they go off the stage after doing their number, and Ray's like, beat that, Stella. And then she's like, oh, we will. And I'm like, no, you're not. You guys can't perform. <laughs> no. you, what are you doing? What is your plan here, people? It's no, never a good know. thing when, like, the whole thing is about, like, you know, like, the band has to do their best. And you walk, like, you go into that scene going, I wish, I not only wish, this band like will lose, but I hope they do. Yeah, <laughs> no, I fucked that up. Anyway, also, you know like, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they when they like all of a sudden like Mudside Crush performing and then like they're getting ready to perform and I literally just looked up. I was like, wait, how are we gonna fix the fact that they all have like really serious injuries? Given the way this movie started with them just miraculously 
making a song, I was like, I wouldn't put it past this movie to just be like, and they're healed by the power of music or whatever and friendship. And friendship. Or yeah. lemonade. Yeah, and they or lemonade. lemonade and then they're healed. But like, no, they go out there, they say, welcome Lemonade Mouth. They see their whole school and their family is there waiting for them. And they're like, oh, Wait, this was a terrible idea. They realized this immediately. <laughs> we can't do we made this. a horrible mistake. Yeah, because like, because like uh, when or Charlie starts to play a little bit, and Olivia literally can't sing. And I thought for a second it might be her stage fright, but I'm pretty sure it's the fact that she lost her voice inexplicably again. I think it's the voice. It's yeah, because not bit, stage uh, fright. No, here. but I thought it was stage fright because like Stella comes up and is like, "Come on, you could do it" or whatever. And I'm like, "What? You want her to like overpower her damaged vocal cords? Like, what is your plan here?" I, that's what I'm saying. What is your plan what was their plan also charlie's only drumming with one hand yeah and when has trouble finding the keys because he can't see them well like this stella sold to them is like we have to perform rising star because we mean something to people and they're like we're gonna lose in our current state and then she's like so what we lose it's worse than quitting and i'm like i'm pretty sure going up on stage being super embarrassed by your physical injuries in front of a huge audience is not and as bad as making yourself sicker or damaging is, your is, vocal cords is not as embarrassed it's not as bad as calling the venue and being like hi sorry lemonade mouth has to drop out to one of our members broke his hand the other one is horribly <laughs> sick and our lead singer lost their voice i don't think that would have been as big a deal but what happens is yes what they happens is is they just give up they're like this was a terrible idea like i i, I will say it's kind of funny seeing the look of remorse on their face of like Oh God! Oh, what are we doing? No. What is the? What? It's literally Arrested Development. Like I have made a huge mistake. Yeah, like. exactly. But so they just start to get off the stage. Ray, of course, is like ecstatic that they're doing this badly. And then Wheelchair Girl, who I say because again, she doesn't have a name. Disney Channel just starts singing the song for them. And then like some other kid joins in. And then like Wen's family stands up, and they all start singing the song together. And like. Scott's like they need help out there and Ray's like no you do that you're out of the band he's like alright I guess I'm out of the band and Scott goes out and starts playing guitar even though Stella is the only healthy one and she plays the guitar so they didn't need a guitar player Scott I got so like he just gets to be in the band at he's the just end. in the band man it's so bad but so yeah he, sing, he they play a little bit and the whole crowd you know sings the song and I will admit it's kind of nice the whole theater singing the song for them I, it's kind of a nice moment they, I, when Sydney stood up for when, like she's the first one yeah. up and like is singing the song, I was emotional. Again, his, I, his, his emotional through line is, is the best. His storyline's the best. But so then like she just comes over and is like, yeah, we didn't win Rising Star, obviously, because we didn't sing a single song. They just, the crowd serenaded us and like reaffirmed the fact that we're an important band. And then we cut to uh, Scott and Mohini talking and like, I said, in all caps, I hate this relationship. Why is she wearing a dress over pants? That was all one thought <laughs> that I had at the same time. I mean, it's a lot. And he's just, she's just like, hey, thank you, you know, for stepping in and helping out. He's like, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm like secretly a good guy this whole time. Don't worry about it, babe. Then she's, he's like, I know I messed up and I know I can't make up for it, but I'd really like to try or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I'd like to try that too. And she kisses him on the cheek, which... Uh, we hate when they don't kiss, but this the cheek kiss makes sense in this context. It's fine. And it then, was fine because they're not like hot right. and heavy. And then Charlie walks by and sees them like together. And, and Scott's just like, smiles oh, and waves. Scott's like, hey, Charlie. And he's like, hey, 
Scott. You're with the girl but I no, like. He's, but then he's, he immediately. Now he's just chill. Yeah, now like he's not now, liking now, it. Now he's like, well, that didn't work out. And then sees one of the fangirls that came by him earlier sitting and reading. nothing. He's totally now, fine. No, he's fine. He's like, I got over it. Bye. There was no satisfying resolution to this. Like, Disney, if you're going to set up this entire fucking. This is my the one soapbox thing I'll do with this movie. You're going to set up this entire fucking thing with two of the main characters who were in this band where he had a crush. Like, from the opening scenes of this movie. Then fucking deliver on it. Or teach a valuable lesson about girls not having to like boys and not exactly. they could just be friends. Same thing. And, yeah. like, and, like, have a teachable moment there. Like, give me one or the other. Not this weird-ass thing that is so get, half-assed. Get all those 13-year-olds watching this who think the friend zone is a thing to shut the hell up with this yeah. story. Make it one or the other. Not this. So, it was so frustrating. It's really So apparently there was going to be a sequel to this and I'm betting that they were going to continue this bad love triangle in the sequel. They had to have. Well, by, do you know, they, wait, I get, did they not make the sequel because Haley Kiyoko and Naomi Scott blew up too much and they couldn't get them anymore? Because that's, I bet what happened. I'm betting that's what happened. Yes. Yeah, I bet Haley Kiyoko, especially Haley Kiyoko, her yeah. pop music career took off and they could not get her. Exactly. Um, uh, but so, then we also see Wen and Olivia have a moment where he buys her a new cat. Okay, getting someone I, a pet is a big it's swing. A, well, it's a, leap, yes. it's, a, it's a big swing. Swing, but it's a Disney Channel original movie and a movie in general. This happens a lot in film. Also, guys, everyone, listen. Also, this cat, I, this movie only deals in extremes. And for, we went from a cat that was literally like <laughs> limping along like the dog, like the dog and family guy that like drags its back legs, like this dead ass cat. Weird pull. Basically the crypt keeper. <laughs> and then they, we go to this kitten that she, that cat was born yesterday. It's so young. I was like, that cat shouldn't be separated from its mother yet. No. It's yeah. an infant. But also she just, she just kind of takes the cat and they kind of hug and we don't really get any resolution about their relationship. None. None. Uh, then like, uh, then we cut to the pit wedding of Wen's dad to Sydney, and it's whatever. And then in the crowd, Stella's sitting next to this guy, and then he's like, yeah, that's, <gasps> my, that's my old college buddy okay. up there. Did and you then not she's- think this old guy was hitting on Stella? Yes, a little yes, bit. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Well, because it's apropos. Like, no, I was like, are they where is have... this going? I was like, and, 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 and I should say, it's not like an old, like old man, like we were saying. It's like a middle aged, like same age as Wen's dad, because he says but they're still. old college buddies, and then he's like. Yeah, that well, the best man's in my band. He's like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, uh, yeah, what do you do? And then he's like, oh, I run this uh, organic lemonade company. It's been going gangbusters lately. Everybody loves the stuff. And then she just goes, Mel? And then he's like, yeah, how do you know who I am? And then she's like, listen, we need to talk. And I was like, you guys realize there's a wedding going on, right? Like, you can't, you're having oh, a conversation. Having a full conversation mid-vows. Yeah. Mid-vows. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would have loved it. She was like, Mel? And he's like, no. <laughs> That company hasn't been around in like 10 years. Or something, yeah. Or that machine hasn't been there in 40 years. <laughs> I was hoping this man was going to be, this man was going to be a ghost. <laughs> something like that, yeah. But so then she's like, so apparently, the guys, this is the biggest deus ex machina on the face oh, of the planet. it's so. It's a deus ex Mel. Uh, he, she's like, Mel really appreciates the arts, apparently, because I showed him our music, and he paid for a whole concert hall to be built in the school, I guess. 
What? A massive, beautiful, beautiful concert hall. Like, I thought maybe he rented the space for them or something. Nope, he built this in the school. And how do we know this? Because the principal shows up and he's like, hey, guess what, guys? Remember me? I'm in this movie. And I'm, yep. and I'm cool now. I've got my lemonade, see? And he just, like, jumps into the photo. Yeah. And I'm like, you didn't even have any sort of come to Jesus. It's no. so stupid. Yeah. In high school, I went to an art school. So, like, a, a, something that was funded entirely so people could do art and it mm-hmm. did not have a theater this big it's huge it it's is a, a beautiful theater. it's huge also it kind of screws over all the other kids in the underground what you expect av club to meet in the in the uh theater you expect like the newspapers to sit in the seats and write why not re- re- renovate the underground and give them just a normal music room or something why this whole theater yeah. chess guy still got screwed yeah what about chess, chess guy, guy still- did you even think about chess guy mel did you think about the chess guy <laughs> So then uh, we find out that this whole, all this narration Bridget Mendler's been doing is a letter to her imprisoned father. And she mails it in a scene and is like, yeah, that's the story of Lemonade Mouth. Crazy, right? And then, but then she's like, oh, dad, by the way. Also, we see her mail the letter. So I don't know how she's adding to the letter. Yeah, she already mailed it. But then she's like, oh, by the way, P.S. <laughs> you won't believe where we're playing next. And then we see that she's- what? Is this? They apparently have booked Madison Square Garden, even though it's very obviously not Madison Square Garden. They didn't win the contest. What happened? How did that happen? I don't, I do not know, but they do their last song. It's like an American Idol thing where like the person who didn't win still got super famous. Something, I guess. I don't know. But then they do the last song, which is like. End of movie. Well, they do Breakthrough. It's a big number. And then as we mentioned, uh, Scott's fully in the band now. Scott is their guitarist now. He's in it. He's part of Lemonade Yes, Mouth. he's in the band, yeah. yes. Uh, but yeah, their last song, Breakthrough. I, it's a pretty good song. I like this one all right. I think it's pretty I'm good. I'm surprised how mad I got. Like, wait, Scott's in it? Like, yeah, he did nothing. I, I was mad Scott too, Scott doesn't deserve Ash. to play at Madison Square Garden. Honestly, fuck Scott. I hate him. He, did, he <laughs> doesn't that's deserve- this Scott, movie. Scott got off very well in this movie, and he did not deserve it, and I'm upset about it. Uh, but yes, that's Lemonade Mouth. Like we said, I thought it was pretty good. Emma, what did you think? I enjoyed it. I didn't yeah. not enjoy it. I know we ripped on it. This is, I feel like we said at the end of episode. There's, there's a no, lot we to make fun on of. Yes. This is, there is worse Disney Channel original movies. Definitely. Um, I think the reason that this one infuriated me so much, even though it's not bad and the actors in it are actually all pretty good. Is, it had so much potential. Good, that's it. It's, 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 it's so close to being great. Had they just like, solved a few of the things I set up and like made like things a little higher stakes. Like it could have just taken a few tweaks to make this actually really great. Absolutely. And it is almost yeah. there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. It's good. It's enjoyable, but it's, it's come so close to being like a truly great, like full on classic. Ashley, what did you yeah. think as someone who does not watch these every month? Uh, I, you know, it wasn't like it, um this uh, most amazing movie I've ever seen, but I sure. enjoyed my time with it. I, I definitely did walk away a few times to like just like take a break from that it. Happens. That happens. That happens <laughs> in a lot of that happens in a lot of Disney Channel movies. You gotta you gotta refocus before you can get back into it. It's like I'm guessing it's why they have commercial breaks usually. Yeah, a little bit. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but I enjoyed my time with it. It was, uh, there were some okay songs in it, and there's some emotional beats that really worked for me, which I was surprised about. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, but Emma, what would you rate it? What's your rating on this one? Um, I'm gonna give this a 6.5. 6.5, okay. I, 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 uh, was gonna give it about a 7, so that sounds about right. Awesome. I, I, I was teetering on 7 or 7.5. I think I might give it 7.5, actually, just because it actually managed to make me, like, tear up a little bit. So I'm going to give it just All that right. extra so splash. All right, you over the edge. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we don't have a tagline this month, unfortunately. 
And we're going long, so we're not going to spend some time freeballing it. Uh, but Emma, what movie are we watching next month for the fine month of July? Ooh, for the fine month of July, I actually had some input for, for our guests. We're going to have a guest in July, and we brainstormed together, actually. Um, and so I, and this is one of my big faves from growing up, is Motocross. Ooh, that'll be fun. I haven't seen that yes. in a long time. That's going to be, it's going to be fun. Me either. But I remember I liked it as a as a kid. I loved the story and this is another great it's a, it's a, it's a classic decom. one it's, it's good to go back to the it's classics. a classic it's the classic like sports living a double life decom yeah. where there's like seven of the same genre and this is yeah. one of the really good ones so for i'm excited sure. yeah sounds great I'm, I'm excited too that's gonna be good uh but for now thank you guys so much for joining us and listening mm-hmm. uh thank you ashley so much for being on and i hope you had a great time because i certainly did yeah, it was a lot of fun yeah, had a yeah. Great time. thank you for being on but thank ashley, you for coming ashley this is was great you were an amazing guest mm-hmm. ashley where can people find you on the internet you can find me at your librarian with an underscore on twitter and a dash on tumblr and you can find uh other podcasts i'm on at audioentropy.com which you know great website we all are part of yep uh and then you can also find my patreon at patreon.com slash ashley lee minor give ashley your money people Uh, (laughs) give it to her yes i I would also like to say that ashley is a co-host on totally reprised on audio entropy and that is genuinely one of my favorite podcasts to listen to today in general so you should check that out it's a great show well thank you i enjoy it immensely emma where can people find you on the internet at emma stone tyler on twitter and instagram uh you can find me on twitter uh at wildfire underscore king um and that that's pretty much my only social media but you can find our show uh, at D Comedy Podcast on Twitter, you should give us a follow, become one of our D comrades. And if you could, if you have the time and inclination, we'd really appreciate it if you went on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, whatever allows you to review us and give us a rating and review or whatever rating because and it review, really please. helps us out. We really, really appreciate it and we'd appreciate it very much if you did that. But I think that's all our stuff because Ashley already did the website and everything. So that's going to do it for this month, guys. Thank you for joining us for the ride and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Decoms forever. Sometimes I think I'm too stupid to be in my family. Like I'm just some big letdown. No wonder my mom ignores me. I wish my dad would ignore me. I'm never going to live up to this idea he has with this perfect Indian daughter, you know? Try living up to a perfect brother. Take perfect brother any day over my dad's ridiculous girlfriend. My dad's in prison. There is an extended version of this film. Okay, full disclosure, Luke, didn't watch this. I know you sent it to me. You sent it to me at like 5 a.m. today, and I have been very busy. I went to a drag brunch this morning, and I did not watch this, so you're going to have to really You told me you were working. I went from drag brunch straight to work, straight to this. So... That's been my day, and I didn't have time for the extended edition of this goddamn Fair movie. Enough. So you're gonna have to Ashley, carry Ashley. Did you see here. it? Yes, I did. Okay, see, Emma, the guest did more legwork than you. Shame. You on know what? You. I hear. I'm here to do two things: watch the movie, take the notes. Three things: watch the movie, take the notes, <laughs> talk about it. Anything other than that, you're gonna start up to paying me overtime Whatever. because I'm doing the bare minimum, and that's it. Whatever. Not the point. Um. But so they just these. It's not to be fair. It's not really that big a deal. It's just do, them doing like a fake interview with like a mute, like an MTV type thing. Oh god! But the thing is, they there's some things you need to. We need to address in it. Is the problem is one they say that the band formed eight months ago. So I guess this movie took place over the course of eight months, and that's in that time they got popular enough to play Madison Square Garden. Uh, two. They apparently it doesn't work out between Charlie and the fan girl because like. 
they say, Charlie, you're like America's heartthrob. Do you have anyone special in your life? And he goes, uh, no, no, not anyone special. And he looks direct at Mo. He looks direct at <gasps> Mo and says, not yet. And I was like, what? <gasps> While Scott's a foot away from there? her. <laughs> and then That's wild. It's wild. And then uh, <laughs> then they're like, oh, well, speaking of relationships, Mohini, you know, you and Scott are together. How's that going? And then like Mohini's like, good, good. Don't don't mention it because her dad's in the crowd. And he's like, boyfriends, like you're two two are together. What is all this, you know, boys thing? Because I remember my arc that I said I was going to trust you. I apparently don't anymore. That's done. And then, and then uh, Olivia steps in. She's like, "No, no, it's it's, it's me. Uh, me and uh, me and Wen are together, kind of. Yeah." And then Wen's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, we are, huh? Yeah." He she's- goes, "She's my girl." What? <laughs> Guys, this is honestly so much better. Honestly, just listening to you people describe this is more funnier to me <laughs> than actually watching it. So thank you for your service. But, it, but I'm really telling you, the this. scene is excruciating. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> but then they do the one more song, which is called Live Wire, and it's okay. I didn't like it that much. Yeah, but like it's fine. And, and then there's like, well, like I guess it's you know like what we're supposed to be here for, and then like and like. The interviewer's like, what's that? And there's just a super long pause and it's like, being together. And it's like... It honestly feels like the band is about to break up the second the interview (laughs) stops. I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised. It's a a weird thing to call an extended ending. 